Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 700 and I think 81, I'm not sure, of Smart Wrestling Fan, the wrestling podcast about wrestling from your friends at SmartWrestlingFan.com. I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. Hello. Wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling this week. Wrestling. Did you see it? Did I you did see it? I saw it, and I saw it with my eyes and my ears. I saw it with my ears, I heard it with my eyes, and it was... Um, there was great and good and bad and everything in between. So we have a lot to talk about this week, don't we? Well, yeah, we do. We do. Actually, we do. This yeah, is actually we do. a week where I'm ready to talk about wrestling. I am too, because some really good things happened and some changes happened. So there's stuff to talk about. It's very exciting. The news is all sad, though. It's like one good thing and like all sad. The rest is really bad things. So, well, I'm hoping the good thing is that Charlotte Flair has picked a TV show and she's sticking with it. Wow. Nope, that's not the good news because I can't stand this. What is her appeal? Um, I can't so, stand this. Charlotte yeah. Flair and all this. this I know. magic too NXT much. title is it's too becoming much. the dog that bites me about wrestling. Yep. <clears throat> it floats anywhere it wants. I don't understand it. But yet not defend it anywhere else. So then why is it there? I don't know. We'll talk about it on this program. Um, we want to say thank you to all our listeners and... Um, you can always get the show for free at smartwrestlingfan.com or Apple Podcasts or wherever. But if you want to support the show and pay a little bucks, you can get perks like getting the show first before anybody else, getting the weekly show before anybody else, um, getting access to Smart Mo- Movie Fan, which is going to be important in a minute. Um, getting, oh, it's always been important, Joe. I know, but it's going to be more important in a minute. Uh, getting back One episodes and all that kind of stuff. And if you want, are interested in all our other content, uh, you need to know about patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Because what's there? What can they do there? Be a patron, right? Yeah, they can patronize us. Yeah, if they want to. And then we can, you know, make some money. Because we we're, we're usually don't have ads on this show. So we usually, we just, it's listener supported like PBS. Um, but in the future, where it's like crowdsourcing, crowdfunding, it's kind of like the future. We're living in 2020. Yeah, there's a pandemic, but we're still in the future, right? 2020, yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm just trying to, this whole thing about, I remember when stuff like, uh, yeah, what's it called? Pan, Pandora, not Pandora. Pandora. Um, protein. Protein Palina. bars. What are we talking no, about? No, where you give money. Patreon. Patreon. What? We're going back to Patreon. Yeah, okay. we're to, but no, remember when Patreon started and you thought, oh my God, this is going to give so many people a way to get money. And then now it's. Celebrity I know. city, and I, I, I know. never it makes thought me sad. anyone would have the guts. I know to beg for money when you have a million dollars. I know the internet will never fail to fail you, and I, I can't it believe that I ever thought. Well, well, it's a way for some people who can't get money to get money. Right? I never thought, but of course, a millionaire will be. Can you please help? Yeah, it does make me sad. Would, although on a street I, corner, would you ever see Bill Gates on a street corner being like? Could you give me just two dollars a month on a street corner to someone? But, but that's what do people it are, on the World right. Wide Web. But that's what people are doing, and it's weird. So angry about. This. And I understand it's different nowadays. With you know, Patreon should be for the for the starving artist, for the person that wants to make that into a full time career. Where I make content, you buy content. It's really simple. I give out free content, but then I also have paid content, and it's your choice if you want the paid content or not. But now you're right. It's like, oh look, it's Lisa Simpson, and she wants your two dollars for I don't know why. 
It's not going <laughs> to help know her why in either. any way. What are you going to do with my $2, Lisa Simpson? She, well, or, she's or, sick of her $25 million. She needs, she needs $25 million and two do- and an extra two bucks. That's all. Or, I couldn't do the or math. guess who won, I guess who won all the podcasting awards this week. Right. And that's ago. the thing. Right. They step Great. up. Some guy named Conan. Conan. Conan won them. And that's just it. Conan won them all. And it's like. And Brian. I think Tommy Hanks won you know whoever he is. Some kid probably. And you know what's weird? Again, like Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien has tens of millions of dollars. And he has a podcast. Which, listen to this. This is the saddest part. It's a good show. I've listened to it. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's a very funny, funny show. And he has funny guests on. And they have they talk about if they want to be his friend or not. And, and like that's the running gag is that can we hang out outside of here? And then they sell their stuff. But then he stops every five minutes to sell, you know, some mattress or some socks or some beer or some thing. And it's like, I, okay. I understand. Listen, and I again, I understand the whole. It's commercials. He has commercials on his show. Why does he have commercials on this show? It's the same type of concept. But again, it's kind of encroaching on the territory of, you know, the the you're kicking over a kid's lemonade stand is what you're doing. But anyway, I don't want to gripe about that, Larry. Here's I what do. I want to do. I do, especially after I know. the awards and all those people won awards, and I'm like, really? It did make really? me mad that right all the podcast awards. It's like, well, they're. Now they're won by all the Hollywood celebrities that have all the millions of dollars of, of the production value and the and the stars and all that. And it's like, well, of course, then they're going to win. It's an unfair well, sometimes It just feels like sometimes there's an award for making the best Thanksgiving turkey drawing of tracing around your hand. And it goes to like Jackson Pollock or something. I'm right. like, really? And that's the thing, right? Really? It's not for them. Do you but now really the problem have to is, come is, to the fourth grade class, Jackson no, Pollock, and, and make your freaking... Salvador Dali's I know. turkey hand. I know. But understand, can't, can't Larry, this, this is, I know, this is America where if there's a dollar to be made, then the, the rich people are going to want that dollar and they want to keep it away from you. And I understand that. But if you like still supporting the, the underdog and you like um, helping the pioneers of podcasting, which basically is what we are. We've been doing this for almost 16 years. This is um, this is what you want to do. Patreon.com slash Smart Wrestling Fan. And guess why you want to do it this week, Larry? Because... We it's a did, good week. It's a great week. We did a brand new episode of Smart Movie Fan. Yep. And see, see, this is like uh, Chekhov's dog, right? Right. <laughs> of course it is. Reinforce our arf, behavior. Arf, arf. Yeah. If you want to reinforce our behavior, we gave you a extra, bunch of extra content this week with yeah. that, and we had a fun time doing it. And you could reinforce us to do what you want. You could trick us, like Pavlov did that dog. They can. He never. He never cared about that yeah. dog. And how can but they yeah. trick us, Larry? That by donating. Because if they, Patreon.com, because donating they, does. they can donate because now uh, submissions have opened. It's been over a year, over a whole year. We couldn't take more submissions. We didn't have time, whatever. We want to sink more time as a smart movie fan. So <laughs> more donations um, for smart movie fan. If you remember, we upped the price uh, about two years ago. Um, so we're going to keep it. Uh, at this level, what we say today is the is the is the is the the norm. The norm. It's the new price. normal. It's the new normal, as the kids say out there in the COVID land. Um, but uh, what you can do is you, the listener, can produce your own episode. Now, produce doesn't mean star in or anything like that. It means produce, like you create it. It means uh, we unless make. They were in the, we, if they were in the movie we're reviewing. I guess. They well, could. that's different. But yeah, so you. 
can choose the movie we watch and be the producer of that episode. I know. Stop it. Okay. You can Uh, produce the movie. Half price. If that's the case, they get a half price. Larry. I'll pick up the other half. COVID. Remember. And other things. Okay. So, um, so yeah, if you want to be a producer of smart movie fan, it is uh, go to smartwrestlingfan.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, PayPal link, donate $300, exactly 300. That is the number to get your own movie reviewed. We can't, uh, we can only take, I don't know how many submissions. We can only take a limited amount. I'll just say that. I don't know what that limit because is. Because we actually do have lives. Because we have lives. We have lots of podcasts to do. And this is something the movie fan takes more time than just about anything. Um, but Joey, the point is, is there, yeah, go ahead. I hate to say this because I, I don't like to toot our own horn. I like to toot my own horn sometimes, okay. but not our. Yeah. But, but is there another podcast episode, just judging one episode? that some anybody puts so much work into as we do one episode. No, because we really love it and we detail it and we go through everything and we do the back research and we do, we, yeah, we, we do a deep dive and we did one on this last movie. We did a movie this week, uh, produced by smock and he's been waiting patiently for this movie to get done a uh, movie fan to be done. And we did the movie called the way, way back with Steve Carell. So, and many other stars, which we won't spoil for you if you've never seen it. Um, but did we love it? Did we hate it? What kind of a movie? We can't say that here. All I can say is we had a blast reviewing it. And, um, you know, with some things like man of steel, a blast reviewing it means yelling at it for four hours. <laughs> And sometimes it means we've absolutely loved it, but we can't spoil that here. Uh, get that exclusively on Smart Wrestling Fan Extra or on, on Patreon. And then, you know, either one's available on smartwrestlingfan.com. But um, there you go. And That's again, if you, can't, if you can't afford to produce an episode, you know, get extra because honestly, I love Smart Wrestling Fan. Yeah. But this is something totally different. 65 episodes up there, plus the That's, Star Wars that. Christmas special extra review of um, Star Wars Last Skywalker, whatever it was called. Um, that one's a bonus. So there's really 66, but still. So I have no problem every time we get on here and you're like, oh, 799 or whatever yeah. you're saying for episodes. For some reason, that all rolls off my back, probably because I'm not wearing my shirt right now. But you but, know how hard 65 I, episodes yeah, was. When I yeah. hear that we're almost to 70 I know. smart movie fans, and I know how much time goes into each one. We spent a lot of time on those. Doesn't seem like so many good movies. Though. And well, so many bad ones, but they were fun. But please, Larry, tell people what you were telling me about how much, how badly you want them to produce episodes because of your, just just for your entertainment purpose. Tell, it, tell honestly, them. Honestly, it, it was... Was it not a breath of fresh air to go back and do another yeah, smart movie fan? It was. It was good. We're doing the same thing we love to do, which is the podcast thing. But really, how how much can I talk about how much I hate Shardle Fire and Randy Orton? That's true. But completely something different. And then if you go back, and that's another thing. We're not, this isn't a podcast where let's review every movie that has an X in the title or something. No, no we actually. Uh, no, because they, if you do that, then you're barely reviewing it. You can't do a deep dive because it would take forever. No, we there is so many different kinds of movies, different uh, so many movies I've seen that I would have never seen otherwise. Which Larry's kind of there. To, that's that's the thing you were talking about, and I, we've I, done so I, many. I, I would go back. I honestly would go back and listen to 
In fact, I want to go back and listen to the two we talked about, the two science fiction ones that I've been obsessing about lately. And that was was Triangle, and the other one was Coherence. That was it. Yeah, I want to go watch those again. I thought it was called Convergence. How good, how much fun reviewing them was. I want to go watch them again and then listen to my own review. Of course, I do like myself, but still. Remember in Triangle when the body started piling up because of the time (laughs) loop? Oh, my God. I I still recommend that, that movie to people. So do I. So do I. That was a thinker, too. Oh, my God. God, remember the one with the cats, the cartoon? Okay, we've done so many different That was like episode two or something. No, it was episode five, I think. So four, four episode four. Yeah, that's it. I know. There's no way Patreon is not, it's not worth being a part of Extra just to get smart movie fans. If we're up to that many episodes. I know. Call it 70, 140, 360, at least 360 hours worth of stuff, right? Yeah. They're all about three hours it's, at least, right? It's ridiculous. Some of them are, yeah. They range from like two to five hours. Um, but remember when we started with Sleepaway Camp? Remember that? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Don't spoil it for people. I would never spoil it for anyone ever. I just wonder like how long ago that was. That was like six years ago. Holy crap. Wow. So we have basically, we have six years worth of shows up right now. And your opportunity to, oh, we could get, we could make it to 70. Wow. That would be crazy. Yes. Right now, I'll take submissions up to 70 and then we'll see after that. But it depends on how, you know, how much time we have to do these. But I really, you're right. I want to do another one. So, um, like I said. Yeah. Just Share go. some that that's that, okay. Lots of things I like about smart movie fan. The best one is I feel like people are sharing something that's their secret. Yes. And you can only share it with, you can only say it works so many times. Have you seen triangle? You ever hear a movie called triangle? Yeah, I know there's 22 movies called triangle. This one's about a boat. Have you ever, you know, no one's listening to your work. Get real. Leave people alone. They're there to work, not to make friends, but you hear, you can make friends. You can impress everybody with your movie. And that's just it. And or you can listen to them with your movie. Right. But the point is, you're right. It's like they're sharing the secret thing that they watch and then they get to listen to our opinion of it for hours and hours. It's worth every penny. I'd say that the amount of hours we put into it, we're probably getting way underpaid. We're probably getting sweatshop dollars when you really divvy it out for two people to do, you know, that, that many hours. It's ridiculous. It's this is a bargain at any at it's a bargain at twice the price or something like that. I don't know about that. But um, okay, so do that. Uh, also, we want to say, um, I have found the greatest video. It's been a while. I ask people about video game podcasts and, you know, do they want another video game podcast? Well, guess what? You can stop looking because I found it. I found the greatest video game podcast ever. What's it called? Is this, is this some something by Morgan Webb? Because <laughs> it's not. No. Remember that? What happened to that? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, so I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> why, why are you making me laugh, Larry? Um, the best video game podcast out there right now is called Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade. Yes, that is a real podcast. And it is brand new. It doesn't and it, sound real at all. It is. So. Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade. Da, 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 da. It even needs a theme song like that. But the point is, need- who cares? Um Go to Apple Podcasts and get it right now because you'll love it. So that's all I'm going to say. It sounds like something you're, well, okay, not you. Something that someone else is misremembering from their childhood. 
That's what it seems like. And oh, it seems yes. like they're misre- and it seems like I'm misremembering the theme song from it. <laughs> you know, it's like Conga Bluey, Hyperspace, mystery. Pizza Arcade. Oh, Hyperspace. We're gonna this blow your mind. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, I don't not know. that that makes any more sense. But. Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade. You'll have a real good time. Doesn't that seem like that would be the song? Yes. Well, it's not, but it seems like it. It's weird. It's so weird. But anyway, if you love video games, you'll you'll do yourself a favor if you go get that. Um, well, see, see, giving a shout out for we're not getting any money. No. Are you getting any money? It's, nope. No, because it's free. It's just a free thing that we're just talking yeah. about. And the show is completely free, too. So I think that's why everyone should go get it. I agree. Yeah. Hey, Joe, have you heard about the game Best Fiends? What's great about this game is mysteriously every podcast host loves it. Isn't it weird? It's weird. Because they all love it, would, even though... you. You would think that people have different tastes, and of course, it, you know yeah. it doesn't matter what the subject matter of the podcast. Did you is. know they have similar tasting games? Did you know Best they all fiends. love? They all it's love the spelled s- with letters. I know, and they all love the same mattress, and they all love the same <laughs> everything. I know it's so weird. It's so wake weird. up, sheeple. <laughs> okay, we've we've yeah. sold we've sold and given away free stuff enough. Oh wait, one more free thing: audibletrial.com slash more wrestling fan. Get. It. Free audio book on us. There, we give you a million things to do during the pandemic. We give and you I, free. I actually do like Audible, so we're not. Well, we love we Audible, and that's the thing because it's not like saying we love a specific book. We're saying we like listening <laughs> to audio books. That's not a thing that's that uncommon. So, excuse me, burp. There's a free thing. Video game podcast is a free thing. Uh, this show is forever. there. We gave you a bunch of free stuff and options for pay things. We did our job. Now we're going to talk about the news. Oh, I don't want to talk about this. Oh, Charlotte Flair again. No, it's worse. It's worse. Well, it's not as bad as last week. <clears throat> no, it's worse. Because last week, if you remember, Shad Gaspard was only missing and presumed dead. And now it's official that he his body is is has been found and he is dead that's so that's kind of we already i know we already lateral. knew and we already kind of mourned it and it's horrible but at least it's closure for his family because uh it's just terrible i'm kind of mad at wwe because stephanie and triple h have a way of like making things yucky where they claim that one thing but then another thing happens how many video packages did we see this week for shad on WWE programming, Larry. We saw the the mock up thing. The okay, I didn't ask screenshot. that. I didn't ask that. Well, none then. None, right? Yeah. Triple H told the media that we would def. They definitely put something together for him. Seriously, he did. He said definitely. He said, "I'm oh, sure." Oh well, maybe it'll be on that CM Punk show that he's never on. <sighs> he said, "I'm sure Back we're putting before. something together for SmackDown." And then I watched SmackDown, and all it said was in memory of Shad. It did not say there was no. Why not a little, a little heartfelt video or whatever, just to show how you know this was a. Let fun, me ask you. Let me ask this fun young guy. I, I guess that that looks bad for the company. So guess what? They're not going to show it. I I know because. You get into this. We just to example at work, we have a like a little box up front, and they'll put it up front for like, hey, someone's kid died. Do you want to put money in there? Right? Yeah, that's pretty nice. It's just gotten to the place where it's like someone's brother is dead, or someone's you know, you know, somebody something, and I'm like, we're getting a little too. So I understand there's the old slippery slope, 
But what are the legal ramifications if they would have just put up a link to say a go, you know, a GoFundMe or whatever that he had? And I know you can't do that for every wrestler. I know this is. Kind I'm not of a, asking for them to do that though, because that got filled quickly. They had a good GoFundMe, and it got paid real quick because. But I'm he just had, saying, couldn't they? If you're going to do something, couldn't you throw it out there for? Considering you, the guy you never could, had insurance I'm, from you, or I wasn't even asking for that. That's the thing. I am. I know you are. And you're asking for more than they're willing to do. And I'm saying that because he was a celebrity and he knew a lot of he knew a lot of other famous people that they quickly paid his GoFundMe. They did. And it was a lot of people from AEW that did it too. Not many from WWE. Well, I'm people just will say that John Cena paid forty percent of it or whatever, but you know, there's no proof John of that. Cena no pay. Exactly. So the point is, maybe that happened, maybe it didn't, but I can I can tell you there's names on the other the other donations. So anyway, I didn't even ask for I, that. I just asked. I just got mad because Triple H said we're definitely going to do something. But Joe, that's all their research department was busy looking up Ronald Reagan quotes for. Uh, I know Memorial Day, just like Stephanie said. Oh, you can't have we we couldn't do an Evolution two women's pay per view because I was too busy putting together the Royal Rumble. That doesn't even make sense. Please stop lying. Well, Please you know, stop. there's only, what, three people that work in that office, obviously. Yeah. Very. And they had to, first off, you had to make the Royal Rumble conference room because obviously you we did. saw they oh, all. What the heck is that? It sounded like you were a voiceover there. Royal Rumble conference room. What was that? They're inserting. What was inserted this week? I forgot. Oh, my God. Notes. Everything on SmackDown. Yes. So many inserts. Yes. Here was SmackDown. Here was SmackDown. AJ Styles has been traded to SmackDown <laughs> for future trades. And then I Cole, swear to God, I thought eventually at the end of the show he was going to get the Twisty Rockets. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles with the Twisty okay. Rockets. We have to break up the sadness with, with this laughter. If we don't, we're going to be very depressed. Because if you're a stardom fan, if you know women's wrestling in Japan, um, Hanakamura died, and it looks like she killed herself. Because of where online are you, bullying. Where are we break? You're really taking a left turn with this breaking up the sadness thing. No, I'm saying we had to laugh about oh, the you Twisty made it Rockets. Oh, sound like you were throwing me a story, no. a feel-good story. No, I'm, I'm like, saying wait. I had to do the Twisty Rockets thing before this because oh, if I didn't, okay. this is hard. Okay. Larry, okay. Larry, 22 years old, bullied to death, basically. Online I, bullies. Again, the internet will never fail to disappoint you. Yep. Ever. Scumbags galore, sociopaths galore. This this poor twenty two year old was basically like taken to her emotional limit and said, "I can't. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not strong. I can't take this bullying. I can't take it." And just killed herself. That's why is this happening? Why are people such monsters and such horrible human beings? I don't understand it because whatever the person online you're bullying whatever they might have you are a person that has the life that you're bullying someone online doesn't that make you a bigger loser than anyone you could possibly be making yes. fun of yes the fact that you have the time in your yeah. life to go to somebody you don't even know a celebrity or whatever actually have the time to bully them whatever their problem is if they have one you're way more pathetic and then once again listen i again we are a small show. We Yes, we might be the first ever and the longest running. We are the longest running 
pro wrestling podcast in history, right? Every week, 781 weeks. We, we have broken the record. There, we smashed it. It's destroyed. There's only a few, like, I can only think of one or two podcasts in the world that are even close to us. But we are still small compared to these million-dollar companies like WWE and AEW. Now, WWE probably won't mention that because they don't have, you know, they don't think there's any association with stardom or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But AEW did mention it on their pay-per-view. Here's what I didn't like. I didn't like the fact that Excalibur mentioned it, and then he's all cryptic, and they could have done something about it and helped the situation, and they didn't. And he was like, oh, it's... Sad, it's people, people do things, yep, mm, mm. and he was all cryptic and no one understood what he meant. He could have said, I can't believe people are such monsters. He could have said there should be, there should, you should have to be responsible for the things you post online. There, there shouldn't be online bullying. There's all these, there's all these things that could have been said on AEW and they said none of them and it makes me very sad. The problem was they just gave it to a commentator and said, hey, I know. I know, Without, but they should but, have had something written down. They right, have, but know, what was he? What had was a he linked to some, Larry, some Scott program to stop bullying? Something. What is that he working? Nice. There, you're, when you said something, it sounded like a voiceover. Something. So I don't know why your, your mic's in and out. But anyway, the point is this: he could have said anything, and he failed to, and that upsets me because they are a million dollar company. They are a big platform, unlike us. They have the responsibility to do this. What is he? What was he afraid of? He was going to get in trouble with Cody, or was he afraid that the fake online Twitter accounts that were made to bully this poor girl were going to come after him and sue him? Like, what was? What's his fear? That's all. People need to well, take responsibility and do something about things. And when you have a giant platform, you need to do something. That's all. I'm Stop saying, kicking over lemonade st- stands and start doing something good. And but there's a lot in this time we live in right now. It would be a proper time to address it because you know how every first lady has a certain you know charity, certain you know yes social thing. And Melania Trump's thing is cyberbullying because it upsets her because she can't imagine anyone who would cyberbully. Wow, she's, she's married she just, to the cyberbully. So she's going to stop. So that's, is that irony? I don't know. I don't know what's irony anymore. But wow. That's disgusting too. I don't even want to talk about it. <sighs> Again, don't be a monster. Be nicer to people. Don't be a jerk. Don't be horrible. Don't be a sociopath. Why is that so difficult? Do step one. Step one. Don't be a jerk to people. That's wow. It. That's that is like a life step one. Wow. You're not doing it's really that, difficult. You're not on step one yet. <sighs> Let's talk about two better pieces of news. Um, last week we announced that Drew Gulak's contract ran out and he did not re-sign with WWE. Guess what happened in the last week? What? He decided he wants to stay in WWE. He resigned. <laughs> he thinks that he can do well on SmackDown. So, okay. Whatever he thinks is best for him, that's great. I expected maybe he'd leave and go to AEW, Strawberry Cassidy, something silly like that. I don't... I don't. AEW is kind of full. I, I know, I, and that's the thing. I think, especially so during picky now. I agree, especially during a pandemic. You do not want this to become a bloated TNA situation where you have a company that has all these ex WWE guys and you have nothing to do with any of them. You have a handful of them, and you can make stars. If you have too many, it just becomes Reject City. 
and then it's DNA. And you don't want that at all. Um, and then in the other news, um, ooh, Matt Riddle is going to go to SmackDown. It looks like he's going to be called up. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. There you go. I don't know. I'm fine with that. But um, oh, what a, he, he's going to be. A, uh, I like there it was again. Too. He's going to be a voiceover guy. Voiceover. I think your microphone's you know, I broken. Help. I need help, Joe. I have to be produced. Okay. Scratch, scratch your microphone for me. Scratch it. Okay, it's working. Just for some reason, it's like gets really loud. All of a sudden, it goes twisty rockets like that. He's got the twisty rockets. Yeah. That's your news. Let's talk about wrestling. Can we talk about dynamite, please? Okay. Oh, you mean AEW dynamite? I do because there's a lot to talk about. We need to get started. Okay. Let's get started here with AEW dynamite. Oh, the inner circle, circle, inner, inner, inner circle arrive in a limo. And they say they're going to do something to the elite tonight. But that's pretty much all they say. Why does JR keep saying the inner circle? Because I just did. He's a copycat. Oh, okay. Uh, JR Excalibur, Tony Schiavone on commentary. Brody Lee comes out. He's got his minions and he talks to us and he makes number 10. That guy who's got 10 marks. Yeah, but not Ty Dillinger, the other number 10. Yeah. Which is makes a lot of sense. Now, if he's wrestling and one of those marks on his chest gets rubbed off, hmm. is he just they call him nine or I think they call him or no. I, Brody yeah, says yeah. that he's just an everyday guy like us and puts his pants on one one leg at a time and all this stuff. I imagine this is supposed to be a Vince McMahon. It is speech. And mm-hmm. he makes number 10 a high knight of the dark order, which I don't know what means. First player, where's player evil and all. I don't know. They do keep mentioning that Uno's missing. Or not missing, no. but he, he's hasn't he hasn't been around in a while, and he keeps tweeting too. He keeps tweeting weird things. So we'll see. Not sure where the story's going. After after this week, we'll see where the Dark Order head. Not okay. a spoiler, but still, Moxley's in the parking lot. <clears throat> he comes all the way from the parking lot, and J- Jr. says that Moxley is concentrated on the championship. Wow. So like I don't know, like a detergent. No, like like orange juice with Donald Duck on it. Moxley is comes in. What is it? Uh, Moxley versus number ten. Yeah. 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 So is that, that's is that all we're just gonna call him number ten? That's what we called him since like I don't know, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. So they say uh, his real name. I just can't remember what it is. So uh, they, somebody says Ace Ace Crusher, and Jared's like, I'm not allowed to say Ace Crusher. Can't say that in this company, Johnny 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 Lawrence and People Power, our other company. Yeah, okay, but it's all right to keep saying all these things about WWF ladder matches and all your TLC days, really. But you can't say Ace Crusher, huh? What a great inside joke. So what's weird is I've never seen I've never seen the world champion go against someone who is generic under a mask with a name like Tin who is just a lackey for somebody. And Tin gets way more offense than somebody I ever should in this type of match. And that's when they started naming him. And it was like, well, I don't remember him. Because if he was one of the Foil brothers, that's one thing. But he's not. He's the third exactly. guy. I'm not sure which one. I don't know anymore. So Moxley does a pile driver, a real pile driver on Tin. And then Moxley wins. Moxley yells for Brody and with a paradigm shift. And Brody doesn't come out. So Moxley gets a chair, chair arms, 10. He says he's going to break his arm if, if uh, Brody doesn't come out. 
But on the Dusty Tron, Brody says, I'm going to win Moxley and I'm not coming out. So Brody breaks Tin's arm. Ooh. So, so much for Tin. Okay. So, Marco Stunt versus JMF with Ward Lewis. Not JMF, no. MJF. Yes. Why did I say JMF? Uh, J- you always say that. JR gives a shout out to Shad, so that's they mentioned. Oh, at least they mentioned. Uh, MJF just punishes, punishes Marco, armbar, MJF wins it. Then MJF congratulates Marco, and then something about how no one wants to touch Marco's lips. Mm. Then he punches Marco with that ring, because that's still a gimmick thing. Yeah. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy run out for the save. I, I MJF could be a lot of fun. He needs a little more stuff to work. He needs he needs stuff to put his teeth in. He can't really. Yeah, he needs more depth because he's really good on the mic. Even though I used to say he's just lowest common denominator heel, he's more than that. I understand that now. And he's not an in-ring technician by any means. He's he's very old school. It's like the only wrestling moves he knows are ones he learned from, you know, watching a tape from 1983. <laughs> he might do like one extra move. Like he'll do something in the corner that's I forget what he did. It was it was a little more advanced than that. But other than that, oh, he did some kind of stomp. That's right. He did like a flying stomp through an arm. Um, but yeah, he needs a little more depth. And I think you're right. He needs a better program to work here. Yeah. I think he would do fine if he was given something really good to work with. But yeah. He's an ever, I mean, he's an inevitable world champion. We see it. Yeah. So but don't let him throw we, around right, too much. Like but how this. do we get there? That's the question. So JR talks and. Am I am I not mistaking all night long? They guarantee a lot of stuff. Like Jr. guarantees Mike Tyson is punching people. He's like, do you yeah, ever think he, Mike Tyson he made a lot of pro- not not throw his fists He made around? a lot of promises that he could not keep. Yeah, because they weren't his to keep. And then Tony talks to Jake the Snake and Arn Anderson, who are s- sitting in the ring. And Jake, <clears throat> like, they put makeup on Jake, and he doesn't. Jake looks like reverse Mrs. Doubtfire. I know. Like he's a very old lady trying to dress I know, but up once like again, an old but once again, sheriff. Like, we are looking at a miracle that shouldn't even be alive. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one. Am right. I wrong? Should, yeah, but the way you say he shouldn't even be alive. Am I wrong though? No, but you make it sound think like he about think about how if DDP DDP didn't step in and do what he did. He had to make the guy stay at his house to keep him in line. If he hadn't done that, Jake would have been dead a decade ago. Yes, I know I'm right. So they do they do all their gimmicks about being old time bad guys. And more talk about Tyson. Well what's gonna Tyson's gonna be here. What's gonna happen? Oh, I'm I'm sure um Lance will probably beat him up, or maybe I, I wonder will if, or I'll I wonder throw if a snake nothing on him will happen. blah blah blah. Yeah. I wonder if nothing happens. Huh. I really old school wrestling had a little better idea. You can't make these vague allusions to things that are never gonna happen. They even make that they make that joke. With later in the show with with Ty Dillinger, where if you say something, you, then you have to follow through. Yeah. So uh, Jake gets gross about Brandy again. So they do reference that one uh, thing, even though they've never shown it. And they promise that they'll fight at the pay per view. Oh yeah, we're going to get down at the pay per view. Yeah. I'm not only that, spot- they're acting okay. They're acting like this is an Arn versus Jake the Snake inevitable match that's going to happen. Also, if you. From a lot of things said tonight, the biggest thing happening at pay-per-view is Mike Tyson being there. I don't like him being there, but 
why you feel that sells your pay-per-view. It doesn't. It does not. Nothing. It will not move numbers. No. The refs separate them. But even though they really weren't going to do anything. Darby Allen video. He has all the people who's going to be in that ladders match. They, he's wearing fake masks and they're playing cards and he's climbing ladders. And I like that a lot. That. Oh, I like all this stuff. But again, like MJF, he's got to, you know, move on. He's got to give me a little more story something. I know, but I they have no right now. There's no I know there's no real, you know, there's no big plan right now. And speaking of how we've got a crowded show, Pack comes on. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I totally forgot about you. I know. And I guess he's all crazy. And here's what's weird: he's all crazy, and he's. I guess he's going. There you did. Crazy. I guess. I guess he's going stir crazy. <laughs> COVID. Yes. In England or whatever. Yeah. But then he's like, oh wait, Ray Phoenix is up next, and he's going to beat up Orange Cassidy. I'm like, why does? Pack care about Ray Phoenix. It wasn't until half the way through the match I remember that whole death triangle thing. Right. Because I know well, they even they even old. said it. They even said it. They're like Pack and Death Triangle. I mean, he is part of Death Triangle with Ray Phoenix and and Panic. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. It was I thought two weeks old when everything went to Hades and right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. But I would love to have Pack back. Not make it bad, but I did totally forget about him because this is such a crowded federation. Orange Cassidy comes out. He sends the best friends to the back. He's going to do it by himself. This was fantastic. Ray Phoenix tries that same jump out of nowhere cheap shot. The Orange Cassidy just kind of slowly moves back. He does and it? So here's one of my favorite things of the week: match uh, Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. So match, match, match. Again, they mentioned that death triangle, which I totally forgot. And here's my feelings. You are perfectly allowed not to like Orange Cassidy's gimmick or the kind of goofy, fun stuff. But if Ray Phoenix, who I think is one of the best natural wrestlers I've ever seen in my life, will play the gimmick and work with it like this, it's hard to say that's not wrestling. This match shouldn't work, and it's great. It's fantastic. And you don't see Ray Phoenix saying, but Orange Cassidy has a joke and it's a gimmick. Right. He got in there and they had a fantastic match. Yep. If somebody that good can accept it, uh, maybe you can be like, okay, I understand the joke. Yeah. Kip Sabian comes out to sit on a ladder and watch and Orange is distracted and they yell low blow. Was there a low blow there I missed? They said it. I never saw it though. Okay. I always feel stupid. But I could have looked away. I could have looked away for a second. I did not rewind. I didn't. Well, neither did I. But no, uh, I, they, I think I think there was. Yeah. Ray Phoenix pins Cassidy. So that's yeah. SCU comes out and they tip over Kip Sabian. But Jimmy Havoc comes out because he's not really in the match. But of course, his Kip Sabian thing. Everybody fights. Phoenix does a dive to the outside and he might be hurt. Yeah, and he is. So yuck. It did look like a nasty landing on his hip. Or it was something. not Cole. fun. Yeah. Colt comes out, does a moon salt. Orange Cassidy flips out of the ring too, and then Orange Cassidy sort of stands tall because he's the last one, and he, <laughs> he's the ladder, but he doesn't climb the ladder and pose. He just kind of sits no. in the bat- bottom rung and poses. I understand the gimmick. Why can't older people like Jr. and Tony? He doesn't get it. I don't know. Okay, now we get a match: Chris Stratlander, Stat Statlander, Statlander versus Sheeta and Sheeta versus Doctor Britt Baker and Nyla Rose. Yeah. So this is an interesting match. She's got the world champion on one side and her challenger on the other, and her challenger is also with the the third or in the second place 
woman woman's rank. And then yeah. Britt Baker is the other big heel in the company. So this is a pretty interesting match with probably the four top. So JR pimps his podcast. The match is a little sloppy. Then JR pimps his book. Then they fight, and then JR talks about barbecue sauce. So yeah, oh my put God. it all right here. Wow. But eventually a beast fall from Nyla and Nyla pins Sheeta clean. But did you see what happened when Statlander and, and Sheeta decided to throw Nyla Rose onto Britt Baker in the corner and they threw Nyla right on Britt's knee? And um yeah, Britt's injured. See, I didn't know if that was Well, I don't know if that's the exact right spot where she got hurt, but I'm saying it was right after that where she was crawling and couldn't stand up. So See, there was some sloppy stuff in the match. I yeah. was wondering if there were multiple people sort of injured. Yeah. Nyla gets a table. She puts Sheeta on the table. Stratlander saves Sheeta. And then they su- superplex Nyla through the table. And it looked like I you want to talk about injuries. It looked like Sheeta put her head right on the table with that superplex. I she's fine. She, yeah. Yeah, she is fine. Backstage Mox- Moxley says everything is violence and something about knocking out rhinoceroses or something right if you can drop somebody that's 300 pounds on their head that's enough that would knock out yeah i don't know what kind of rhinoceros only weighs 300 pounds but that's fine whatever uh back okay guess what sean spears has a news network okay he's got what 24 different gimmicks in aw uh chairman ssn tag man Tully Blanchard look, lover. Looking for a tag part. He did like Tully. He did, Tully's gone. I don't. Him and the Apple guy. I don't understand. Very confusing so gimmicks. He, he says Dustin Rhodes is retired. That's his news. And then he makes drug references about Dustin. And mm. he had, Sean has no match at the pay-per-view. So he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, I'm challenging you, Dustin. And now you have to do it because people expect it. See, that's Whew. how wrestling works. Yeah. So I expect I expect Mike Tyson to punch people. I expect yeah. Arn Anderson and Jake to wrestle. And I, I expect, expect everyone to go Tyson. off the roof a month ago at Money in the Bank. Yeah. They get the inner circle versus elite recap. And Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Match, match, match. Sammy kicks out of Twist of Fate. What? Yeah, I don't understand why, but he did. I mean, to make Sammy look great, which Sammy should look great. He's awesome, but you could do it without that, but whatever. Matt removes Sammy's boot and chews on Sammy's toe. <laughs> eventually, they get a twist of fate and the pin Sammy, and that's fine. Uh, Matt gets a chair, and on the screen, Jericho and Jack Hager, Hager are beating up Kenny Omega out on the goalpost at the football field. Yes. God, I love this football field. The young bucks arrive. Oh, they dive off and attack, and then Matt finds shows dive up, off. and they're fighting and fighting. And uh, so it's an even Steven, but oh, my God, there's some guy. <laughs> The shots, and we'll get yeah, to this later, but I this know. is the first. Uh, the shot is straight down the field from the goalpost, and you see someone running clear from the other end zone. Who is it? Who it's is it? hilarious. It's hanging Hangman page. page. Yeah. And he runs up, and he starts cleaning house, and then he yells something like, he yells, get out of here. Go, get. <laughs> like, okay, cowboy. You know how happy uh, I was to see the Young Bucks and, and Hangman back? Yeah, and then so the elite pose, but Hangman just walks up the again in another great shot because you're looking at the end zone. Yeah, the, all the rest of the elite pose, and Hangman just says ah, and walks up the uh, in, the exit ramp where you know where the football players throw their jerseys to little kids for Pepsi's or whatever it is. Yes, this was a good go home show. Thanks, Big Murray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good go home show. I 
Well, you better have a good go home show when your pay per view is fifty dollars. We'll talk about that. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But good yeah. go home show. Yeah. AEW emails. I think they're all about. Uh, what's it the called? The uh, They're all about the base. No trouble. They're all about the pay per view. So I'm trying to find a regular AEW one, but I don't see one. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four. Oh, there, here's one. Oh, oh, oh. Eggy Dez writes in. Yeah, okay. Dear Smart, leave it to Beaver fan. Or as Larry would say, leave, <laughs> leave her to Beaver. That's a different movie. Watch I was conf- really confused two weeks ago when you said Raw was good. That seemed to be a break from the normal pattern of bad and blandness. I was sad for you podcasters when it went back to being stink. Hopefully, that for your sake, they can turn it around. Kind of. I mean, halfway, Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to talk about it. Raw was not the worst. Uh, I enjoyed Dynamite last Wednesday and thought it was a good show, but not a good go-home show. <gasps> nothing on the show hyped me for Double or Nothing. <gasps> the I opening the very end really made me excited for Double or me Nothing. Me too. The opening and closing segments were fine, but didn't move the needle in my caring about the title match or stadium stampede match. Okay. I thought I thought, Jake, I, thought I thought it built up the women's title match well. I don't. It, that was. It's a hard push. The Moxley Brody thing. It yeah. just You couldn't have done anything better. Yeah. Um, I thought Jake did a great job. Arn did a good job on the coaches talk segment, but without Cody and Lance there, it was hard to get me excited about the match. Yeah, especially when they were acting like too it was going to be Arn versus. Yeah, too many lies about Tyson and where they were acting like it was going to be a DDT festival between Arn and Jake. And, and you know that they'd both turn to dust if that happened. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but maybe that's why you tuned, tuned in. You're like, I can't wait to see Arn. No, in Arn 2020, I can't you wait to see Arn doing a spine buster to Jake. Jake would die instantly. He would curl up into a snake <laughs> and just die, explode. Um, he says, it was hard for me to get excited about the match. Shouldn't Cody be ready to kill Lance or Jake or Jake want to do something sinister to Arn to get him out of the match? Here was my, here's my even bigger problem. I'm going to say this now in case I forget to say it on the pay-per-view. Brandy never got her comeuppance ever. Brandy never. She, I don't That's understand. True. I am baffled. How does this not end with her, without her kicking Jake the snake in the crotch? He can take a kick the to the crotch. It was too busy, but oh my God, she never got anything out of this. That was so it was stupid. Too it was too busy to begin with, and then they put Mike Tyson in it for no reason. So it's extra yeah. too busy. Yeah. He says, I really enjoyed the Sean Spears segment. A funny rib. Good excuse to add a match to the card. I enjoy seeing him wrestle, but the match is not selling the pay-per-view. Oh my God, no. No. I didn't even want... Once we even saw Sean Spears... We'll get to that on the pay-per-view. Once we even saw Spears versus Dustin, it's like, how is this on pay-per-view? Uh, though the women's match was good, it actually made me not want to see the match at the pay-per-view. Seeing Nyla Rose win and the announcer said was was a basically a two-on-one handicap match. She'd have needed the assist to get Nyla with a weapon. I'm not sure why I would believe Sheeta could beat her. Well, we'll see. Before the match, I believe Sheeta had a chance, but I felt the match actively told me that Sheeta can't beat Nyla two versus one or with that weapons. No, it was that Nyla got the upper hand here, so it seemed clear to me that Sheeta was winning the title. Um, finally, I agree with Joe's comments. They should have done something with the tag titles. I'm assuming, like Larry, they want to keep the storyline going, but they could write something even loose and we would buy it. I believe the they can they get a long storyline works just as well with them challenging for the titles as being champs. I hope, for your sake, Raw and SmackDown get better this week. Yes. Oh, yes and no. Uh, yours in Animal Crossing, Aggie Des. Um, 
P.S. For full transparency, I was writing this email after the pay-per-view. Really? Okay. Well, All right. But, okay. We lived in a mirror universe this month of where we had two pay-per-views, which were both just based on a gimmick match. I mean, the Brody yeah. Moxley is not a world title match. No, it's, it's and, and, and it definitely was proven by not having it last. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we just got done with the, with the WWE money in the bank, which was completely centered around a gimmick match. So. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So you're there for the gimmick. Right. Do you want some NXT? Okay I got that. If you want it. Yeah, but I have to say, I, it's it, it just it's like a peanut butter sandwich. I don't think I'm really going to be too into it. But without that jelly, I don't want it. Um, NXT taped. This was. Uh... Wait a minute. We never did the uh, ratings. What? <gasps> oh, we got so much depressing stuff. We went right into the sad news. Let me tell you the crappy ratings real quick before we get to, to NXT. Uh, last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.7 million, second lowest rating ever. Uh, SmackDown Live on, that was the show we said sucked so bad and I gave it a negative 25 points. Um, SmackDown Live on Fox got its regular 2 million viewers. AW versus NXT, uh oh. AW had 701,000 viewers, which is good. Mm-hmm. NXT dropped down to 592,000, not the best. So it's been declining for me a lot. Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to say that is that it's, it's really gone down and let's, um, let's talk about NXT right now so we can find out why, um, in memory of Shad, I know it's sad, um, Karrion Cross and Scarlett come out this time. Scarlett sings less of the song. She does the yelling part. And by the way, it's fall and pray, not fallen prey, which would be a Karrion. So yeah, it's different. But the point is, it's still, it's, it was, the entrance was way less corny this week. How about that? Yeah, I, it is what it is. I think it makes them look pretty important. You know? I do too, but I just okay. think you can't keep it up and I, and eventually the singing will go away completely and I'll be fine with that. Okay. I don't think it will. It, it's, it's fine. Okay. Even if it does, you know, everything else will stay. Uh, Cross versus Artie in the ring. Jobber guy. I don't even remember who it was. Squash with a bunch of Doomsday Saidos that look like he broke the guy's neck. Uh, and then they cross jacket, which I don't even know what that means. But Cross wins. Chompy comes out. And he says, listen, I see your big entrance and I look at you and I know you're special, but I am too. We're both important things in this NXT and Scarlet opens the ropes and Chompy walks in the ring and he says, listen, we got to have a match at in your house. It's going to be me versus you. And that's it. And Scarlet just laughs and Chompy leaves. And that's that's a booked match because that's how you it's do it. Inter- you just say the match and then it's going to ha- it has to happen now. It's an interesting first feud here. It makes me sad, though, because this. unless it's a disqualification, Cross yeah. has to win. So hmm. it's weird. Not that Chompy can't lose, but. You know, I I really want to see that match though. So that's oh, actually yeah. something it's a match, it's a match I big watch. time. That that pay per view is on my birthday. You know, that might be the best match on the card in your house, June seventh. Unfortunately, there's other matches on there that I don't want. Um, it's tournament time. El El Hio del Fantasma versus Akira Tozawa. Um, also, they announced tonight it's Dexter Loomis against Roger Strong, which we knew from last week. Um, this is a great little match. I'm a big Tazawa fan, but I also like Phantasma. And they even, they even, uh, what's it called? Morrow sneaks in, um, 
references from his past from Lucha Underground. He talks about Thrill of the Hunt and stuff like that. So Mara like, has references? I've never heard it. Dude. Well, he sometimes, the most of the time they're about music, but this time they were about Lucha Underground, which I thought was cool. But it's a great little match. Phantom Driver and Phantasma wins the block. So definitively, Phantasma is the winner of that block, or what do they call it, group. So he's going to face the winner of the other group later, you know, at some point in time, probably at the pay-per-view. So there you go. Back st- and by the way, all this to crown an interim champion, Christ which so. probably doesn't even count. What a waste. I it's guess. what a waste. Backstage, Timothy Thatcher cuts a promo about a match with Matt Riddle. And he's like, I want to fight you, but I want to have a match where you can only win by knockout or tap out. Okay. It's fine eh, with me. I'm, I've checked out of this. I really? really? Okay. I, I care about this. I do. Last week we got, we rushed everything, but now I'm actually interested. Um, Larry, what do you even say about this tank girl corniest promo of the year? What do you, I mean, how many different things is this? You want to talk about Sean Spears? It was a, it was a collection of throwing everything out there. Oh my God. This is, let's see what sticks. I have green hair. I'm a wolf. I'm on a tank. Look at this. Ow. Looks like I'm going to blow up this building, but instead I'm going to run over a smushed car. The car's already smushed. Look at me. That's this woman. And that's this woman. And that's this woman. Look at me. I have this. I'm your daddy. I'm a wolf. I'm in a tank. I have green hair. Ow. What is this? It's so corny, I, though. It was like a joke almost. It was like someone playing pretend. And I know wrestling is people playing pretend. But this is but cosplay really tank like girl. Come on. She looks like she's playing pretend a lot. So give her time. I'm not, she's not being called and up anytime soon. She might be the best wrestler ever at one point. But right now, I don't get it. Uh, Mia Yim versus Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett has the headband on that might as well say jobber right across it. I feel so bad <laughs> for her. And it's a squash. Mia Yim wins with the check yo neck or whatever. Protect yo neck. Uh, Gargano family comes out. And they start mocking Mia Yim. And, and, and Johnny's mocking. It's very funny. And then Candace attacks Yim. And then Johnny pulls the rope down and hurts Yim. So they're like, oh, the man attacked. So guess what? Keith Lee comes out for the save. And they've never said that these two are together, have they? Uh, after she broke her nose, they alluded to it. Did they? Okay. Did they? All right. Yeah. Well, the point is, I don't, I didn't remember that on TV, but yes, it's true. It's a real life thing, but now it's going to be a story. So I'm fine with it. So that's good. They would be an awesome couple to hang out with. They would be a fun double D. I think you're right. Cameron Grimes brags about beating Finn Balor. He's like, which I'm, I like this. this I know it's weird. I'm okay he's like out. He's like out in the wild, and he's like yuck yuck. I'm Cameron Grimes, and I beat the first Universal Champion. Yeehaw! It's pretty funny. Uh, Damian Priest tonight. I don't want it. Backstage interview with Drake Maverick. He's like, well, I have to win, and I have to win this tournament by pin or submission. What? No. He could win by countout and still get a point. What is he? Yeah, you, what you match win. is he talking about? You have to win. Was he listening to the Matt Riddle promo or the Thatcher promo? <laughs> I don't think he knows what the end game for this tournament is. I can is. only win God by pin or submission. No. 
Unless that's going to be something from the finals that he knows that we don't. Yes, that's well, that's true. Because what ends up happening is what he's saying now is actually accurate because there's no disqualification. But we're not there yet. So maybe he's an idiot. Obviously. Oh, my God. He knew the future. Undisputed Era comes out and it's Roderick Strong against Dexter Loomis. I really like Dexter Loomis's just whole presence and look and everything. So please don't mess this up. Roderick wins. Roderick wins, though. And like every week, it's like, oh, look, roll up. This guy, the wrong guy wins. Roll up. The wrong guy wins. It's like, okay, so we know this continues. Dexter then takes him out to dinner. And then Undisputed Era come out for the beatdown. And Velveteen Dream comes out for the save. Because if you remember, there's a history with Dexter and Dream where they uh, Dexter helped Velveteen Dream last time. So Dream helped Dexter this time. So. Do you know the problem I have with Dexter? It's not with him, but the problem this character has is hmm. he will suffer. He probably will suffer from the NXT curse of all the good gimmicks of his character will be ran through on NXT. And if he does get called up, it'll be like Bailey, where we've already seen seen the yeah. story. And by like, way, I, could, I, could, I could write so many little things for him about, you know, oh, he's obsessed with this. or he's, And they'll do that, but they'll do it in NXT, and eventually yeah. he'll go he'll go up, and all those good things have been run through. What do you do with him? I think you're right. And I, would like to see, I would like to see him called up very quickly and let the gimmicks develop on, you know, the I big know, shows. I know, me too. I, that's why when I heard that Matt Riddle's going to be a SmackDown guy very shortly, maybe even this week, I was very, very excited. I was like, okay, good. Now we can start. We could, It's day one again, so we could do yeah, it. Yeah, and, and he can great. talk about drugs, and that's all he'll do. No, he doesn't only talk about drugs. No, I'm not. I'm saying that's all No, you mean that's what they're going to do with him? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's yep. not good. I'm sorry. He likes the smoke twos. Oh, God. But wrong show. Uh, Rhea Ripley exists. I'm just saying. that's they got. Well, they got to mirror each other. Now they've got, you know. Oh, that's right, because like they do that lazy booking. Right. Uh, during the break, oh, I like this segment so much. This is one thing I really liked. During the break, Phantasma drives up to Akira Tozawa oh, yeah. in the parking lot. So you're like, oh, he's going to kidnap. Oh, no. He wants to get out of the car and be friends. He's like, oh, that was a great match. And then he gets back in his car. And look, oh, it's the Conquistadors. They show up and they try and kidnap Akira Tozawa. And then they see that that uh, Phantasma's there. And they're like, oh, run. Can this be any more clear? <laughs> No, but it's fun. I like it. I like it a lot. The best part. It's my favorite part of the whole tournament thing. It's very good. And that's sad. Uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch against Everrise. Really? Really, they're there. Squash, double submission. Lorcan and Birch win. One and two. That's it. It's great. It's great that they remind us they exist. That's what I, I want in wrestling is remind me that people are still employed. I know. There's no push. There's no nothing. It was to fill time. Backstage interview with Keith Lee. He wants a match at TakeOver with Johnny Gargano. I want that match too. Ooh, okay. Yes. Sounds good. Sounds great. I think Gargano should win that match though. Why can't they, you know every year at Money in the Bank they should have a a second match. It doesn't have to be a ladder match, but something that instead of a briefcase, all these NXT people wrestle and they get a they get like to go to Raw and yeah. a shot at the US title or something. Yeah. Because I would like to, a little more. Hey, I'm called up a little more celebration about it now that we we are we know for certain this is not an equal brand. I don't care what they told you. We, I know we it's know clearly it. not. Yeah, we went back to the it's a developmental brand. They say it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. All you developmental kids, yep. they say it on Raw. Yeah, they do. 
um, Io Shirai gets ready backstage and it just says like tonight again. Like what is her getting ready tonight? Ends <laughs> in a match or anything, she just like the be. last time. Matt Riddle cuts a promo about how he wants a cage fight with with Thatcher. So that's gonna happen next week. Uh tournament match, Kushida versus Rockstar Spud. But now, okay, here we go. It's official. Morrow says Spud is trying to keep his job. If he yep. wins, he keeps his job. Why did they wait till this far? Is it because if they had said that on day one of the tournament, it would have been obvious as to what's going to happen? Well, it's still obviously insulting. That it's still obviously. That's you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jake Atlas comes out to watch his hero, Rockstar Spud. What's up with this? I don't want to worry about this. Spud cries the whole match. He's like, no, ref, don't stop the match. You do not, you're not allowed to stop the match. Don't stop it. Hoverboard lock. Ow, my arm is breaking, but do not stop it. And then another, oh my God, it's a roll-up finish and Spud wins. You know why this is a joke, Larry? Because this is Kushida, one of the best cruiserweights, best junior heavyweights of all time in Japan and New Japan wrestling. And he comes here and he gets beaten by the non-wrestler manager guy, Rockstar Spud. And he actually had the hover lock one. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Oh, look, I should have known the counter was a roll up. They really couldn't have done some banana peel thing where Rockstar Spud dodges and he hits the turnbuckle or something. Anything. Yep. But now guess what? The graphic says it's a three-way tie. So there's no clear winner here, even though we have points because everyone has beaten everyone. So Byron comes out and he goes, oh, guys, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's a three-way tie. No kidding. What? Wait a minute. You're telling me that Spud won and then he didn't understand what was happening? (laughs) You don't do the math. So it's a three-way match next week. So everybody gets another shot. So yeah, that's great. So wait a minute. We're still setting this up so that Spud... Oh my God. What if, oh my God, what if it's Spud wins and then he goes against Phantasma and Spud's behind all the kidnappings and the whole firing thing. They retcon the whole firing thing after he did that video and they re they said, okay, fine. You're not fired, but we're going to do this story. Yuck. They still may not know what they're doing. This has been so weird and gross. Yeah. So it's official next week. It's a cage fight between Riddle and Thatcher. Morrow says, Damien Priest is trading in his nightstick for a microphone. And then Priest cuts a promo and he has no mic. So he didn't <laughs> he need didn't to trade he anything. He didn't use it. He just got it. Yeah. Um, he wants a match at Ballarat in your house, and I do not want that at all in any way, so shape, how, or form. How far away is in your house? It's June 7th, so it's soon. Why are they burning this cage match? It's not next. It's not this coming weekend. It's next weekend. I don't so know. what. Yeah, what what is what's the Knicks match in that feud? I don't know. I don't know either. Why didn't they? Whatever. Hmm. Main event: Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. They never say so, but this is a number one contender match, basically, because if you remember, Io cashed in her ladder win and wasted it against Charlotte because Charlotte got made a uh, DQ happen. So yeah, this, isn't this what they were calling the big shakeup with the the women's title? Even though neither one of them have it. Yep. It's really stupid. So these two are fighting against each other for no reason just because of Charlotte. Guess what? It's a pretty good match until Charlotte comes out and B 
big birds all over the place in the ring and flails her leg and causes a DQ. And I understand that we need to get to a triple threat here. But again, why would the champion cause it unless she's a moron? I'm because she's a face heel face. That's it. That's your, face that's your NXT. Shows. And we're left to not understand that it's going to be a triple threat. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not this my favorite show. Charlotte. Not my favorite show. So really good to really good to put that title on hers because you know, don't need a rub for any of those women. Yuck. Um, I don't think we have any NXT emails. We have Raw what? one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, a bunch of emails, even a SmackDown one, but most of them are about the pay-per-view, so. Well, let's do SmackDown real quick, and then okay. we can read that email. That's Probably fine. be better than SmackDown. That's fine. Uh, SmackDown, oh, we get Memorial Day opening, you know? Look at our troops. Yeah. Oh, a quote from Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I I hope this is the quote about how certain people of certain color he did don't say know how that. to wear shoes. Yeah, he, he did say some racist things. Oh, okay. And they say they say to all our veterans from the first world war until Afghan. What? What about? Did we just start? Just because it was the first world war doesn't mean it was our first war. Did we not care about those? Nope. What? What? How come everybody forgets about the French and Indian War? I don't know. <clears throat> our French and Native American. Or I guess we yeah. Yes. So. Oh, oh, another Ronald Reagan quote. Oh, is this one where he calls certain peoples certain hairier creatures? Oh Look God. it up, people. Yeah. Terrible, terrible person that we don't talk about I know. how bad they were. Oh, Live, dead. WWE performance. What? I said at least he's dead. <laughs> Is he? Live, WWE Performance sure. Center, hmm. Corey Graves and Michael Cole. And because nothing ever changes, it's the dirt sheet. Uh, so many weeks. Although, I have to say, find the good in the bad. Morrison is either getting better or he was just a little better tonight because he's been so bad since the, since yeah. he came back. He at least knew a little bit of comedy tonight. I guess. Kind of played a character. I'm trying to remember. It was what better I than he was He funny. says his abs are certified influencers. And he says how log- they talk about how illogical it is for Braun to team with Otis when Otis has the briefcake and briefcake briefcake. <laughs> uh, and then they said that's as silly as having a kid with. Seth Rollins. Ooh. Mm. And for some reason, they think that they should have faced Goldberg at the That pay-per-match. doesn't even make sense. And then they talk about how Bray... Mi- chose- Wait a minute. They should have faced Goldberg at WrestleMania. Miz was sick and dying and came in <laughs> with, a, with a fever. Wow. Okay. So Bray chose stuffed animal friends over Braun Strowman. Do they know that a stuffed animal is not the same as a puppet? No, no they don't. I didn't even want to go okay, there. Just checking. And they say we even, f- and this doesn't even make sense. They're like, we found other puppets. Now they're not, they're Bray puppets, but they're not because he didn't want those, but he still liked them better than Braun, even though he didn't pick up. This makes no sense. And it gets worse. This is horrible. Shiloh, the lonely lady last. Why is that funny? Cause she's a sock. But then the next one's just disgusting. The second was Dookie the Diaper Boy. And he and he's and he's throwing yeah. up feces on TV. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And then there was a Mandy Rose doll. And this is interesting. The Mandy Rose doll, they say something like, all it does is whisper stuff to Otis to make him use it. I mean, are you telling are they telling us the story? I guess. 
like they're ruining they're making up a different story, and then also they talk about how she talks to Braun Strow. Why would what does she have to? What does that have to do with Braun? I don't know, but Braun comes out, and you can tell Braun's faking it because he's laughing, and it wasn't funny. So, but Braun says, "You guys are really funny," and Miz says, "Bray changed me when he wrestled me, and he will change you." And Bray says, or yeah, or uh, what's his name? Braun says, "Yeah." I challenge you. Is this a challenge? And Miz says, no. And Morrison says, yes, it is. So at least Morrison is playing a goofy character. So that's yes. going to be a match. Now we get the universal champion, Braun Strowman versus the Miz in a non-title match. Right now. Okay. Braun power slam wins. And then afterwards they challenge Braun to defend his universal tag team at, or, t- or title against the tag team at the pay-per-view. What? Wait, Wait a minute. Okay. So a few things wrong with this. One, he beat Morrison last week in a fair two-on-two match. He beat Miz tonight on a fair one-on-one match. Why would we ever believe that Miz and Morrison could beat Braun Strowman anyway? Well, if it's a handicap match, especially the kind where you have to tag in and out. Well, Morrison or Miz, I forget which one, even said they're like, they're like, well, you can win a, a tag match and you showed you can win a singles match but you can't win a two-on-one but that seems kind of reasonable because both of the matches are fair matches right but the point is it's never believe it yeah but why would you even say that and it's Larry. if it was two-on-one in wwe where you were in the ring at the same time i might have some belief but you have to tag in and out which means that this is just it's essentially becomes a one-on-one match which is stupid also what happened to the Fiend versus Strowman? Unless that's for the long game and Fiend's getting the title back, I don't understand this. I don't understand why we don't have an authority figure so they can at least say something here to. Yeah, I know. Well, it'll never make sense, but. I know. Colin Graves discussed the Intercontinental Title Tournament and they show the brackets. Ah, oh, jeez. Yep. AJ Style makes his entrance and this is where they insert the thing about how Twisty they fit. Rockets. Yeah, that su- mysteriously, AJ has been traded to SmackDown for superstars to be named later. So, that- we just last week started this thing where you're allowed to go to the other brands, and now they're I've already traded someone. Yeah, what? and so was AJ in the tournament before they decided to trade him? Because I don't know. <sighs> Doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. A- uh, AJ Styles versus Nakamura in an Intercontinental title. This should be a WrestleMania match. If wrestling evolved like it should be, this would be a WrestleMania match one day. But remember no, when it's it just remember when it was, and it was like kicking the crotch, kicking the crotch, yeah. kicking the crotch. <laughs> well, Nakamura can't even kick in the crotch anymore because he's just jobbing out here, and he is just the jobber. It's so sad. Nakamura and Cesaro, what a waste. Yep. In the so yeah, AJ won. He moves on. In the back, Bailey and Sasha talk, and I Bailey wants Sasha to stay backstage. Don't you come out and help me? Which I thought she would, but no. NXT Women's Champion or NXT Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Ugh. SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey in a non-title match. This scares me to death. I know. Sasha watches in the back. Charlotte acts all insane. I don't. I, she losing her mind. I don't know. She's flailing, Big Bird. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. Bailey rows through and holds the ropes to pin Charlotte. So, yeah, so Bailey won that cheating. 
Is Charlotte going to hold all three bills? Well, now, no. I thought the same thing as you. I was like, oh, my God, she's going to. I don't know. I mean, right now, she just pinned the champ, so no. And then on Raw, no. So right now, we're safe. How do you know that? How do you know that Bailey's not going to demand a, a a title match for the NXT title? And then <sighs> I Charlotte's don't, like, okay, but, but you got to put your belt on the line. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're doing anything to put Charlotte on my TV screen. I don't care what it is. I don't understand so why she's everywhere. I don't. I don't know who wants that. Sasha and Bailey sell out right in the back, and Bailey's like, "You didn't think I could do it, did you?" But they're just kidding, and they hug. I don't know. This story of them breaking up is going so long. Dolph Ziggler and Sonya De- talk about long storylines. Dolph, Dolph Ziggler and Sonya Deville versus Otis and Mandy Rose. Oh my God! <clears throat> Mandy is wearing shorts, which is being very generous to a wide denim belt that she has on. But they're not jorts like Cena's. <clears throat> no. And Sonya now is an Eon Flux vampire assassin. I'm not sure what she is. <laughs> Corey says. <laughs> Corey says Otis and Tucker are not on good terms. Tucker Otis requested Tucker not show up. Yeah, Tucker. So that would be fine if Corey is heel person saying something, but we haven't seen Tucker and we don't know what's going on. Right. So that that heel lie is a little too close to home and confusing people because I don't know what's going on with Mm -hmm. Tucker. He just disappeared. Whatever. Sonya knees up. Mandy pins her. Heels win. Wow. Oh, during the commercial, Otis and Mandy go to the back and what? Go ahead. During the commercial, Otis and Mandy back wing. They back wing. Back wing, whatever. Otis is beat up by Ziggler. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Backstage, Jeff Hardy rambles on and he's he wanted one good want run and now he realizes what that is. So he he was begging us for one good run. Yeah. But he had no idea what his goal was. Wow, that's good. But now it's the IC title. Mm. And he's a he's a fan of the secret because he just wishes it would happen. <laughs> and even if he doesn't know what he's wishing for, it happens. It's crazy. He's going to beat Seamus. <sighs> then we see uh, Shad's vid, or not a video, Shad's photo. There is this is where Triple H said there would definitely be a video. Well, I mean, it's a picture. Maybe it was a video of a picture. You can't oh, say it wasn't. Okay. Here, I want to talk about videos. Memorial Day. Forgotten Sons video. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're veterans and they're evil. Happy Memorial Day. (laughs) They even say something about how our blood is on your hands. Wow. Way to spin this. Didn't expect that out of Memorial Day. (laughs) Miz and Morrison versus Braun at the pay-per-view. Oh, my God, it's real. But on the side, it says greatest match ever. Okay, so then either... either Every match on the card is the greatest match ever, or the name of, the, or more likely, the name of this pay per view is the greatest wrestling match ever. Backlash, and I looked into it, and that is the case. That is the name of the pay per view. I have so many problems with this greatest match thing. When I, I, it's a, it's almost not even worth talking about. It's just so stupid. Everyone knows it. You can't promise things. You can. Oh wait, they do it every day. Miz and Morrison argue backstage. Renee comes in. They said, we're not arguing. We're going to win. And we're going to be champions, too, that day. Ah, they're going to make bronze. They're, it's even, they're like, and we know it's like three weeks away. So we're going to make bronze life a living hell until then. Mm. I, I, Miz should have said he is make his life a living hell like Dean Ambrose's. Yes. Ah, so Jeff Hardy recap. God, it goes on so long. I wonder if he'll win because he got a nice big recap thing. Yeah. 
Hardy rolls up Sheamus. Good thing Sheamus returned to fight. So jobbers, jobbers, so, jobbers lose. So Sheamus got built up for like four months to lose his first real match. Wow. Sheamus wow. yells at Hardy. Sheamus might as well have yelled, I'm mad at you. I'm going to cost you this this thing so we our feud can continue. Uh, didn't Bailey win a match with a roll up just like this, except she cheated with rope? It's still right. everybody it's like all week. Or, every finish was that. So that was that was not a good SmackDown. No, it wasn't. I don't remember what a good SmackDown is, but honestly, it's that been was a not while a- since we've had a good SmackDown. Uh, I'll read the okay. SmackDown email. How about that? Read it. Read them. Uh, maybe I made it up. Now I don't see it. Oh, come on. Oh, my I'm God. I was all excited. It, it wasn't real. I swear to you, it's not real. Everyone's okay. double I, 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 was, I was. What did someone have to say about SmackDown? Nothing. Oh, my God. I can't believe it was fake. Well, that was I saw the tab. I saw the tab open that said SmackDown, but it wasn't an email. It was my notes. <laughs> Crap. <sighs> oh, well. Dear smart wrestling fan, SmackDown was bad again. Yeah. An observant viewer. Let's talk about something else something good yeah in its own way well something good and bad mix yeah okay well it's aw's pay-per-view or aid yeah aw's yeah. pay-per-view so what did you think joe $50. i thought this is what we this is what we've got to talk about at the beginning because you can't we don't want to go through it every okay night. here's the pro here's the problem this is the price here's the problem Two good matches and a really fun, what is that called nowadays, cinematic match. For $50, it was right down the middle for me as far as everything else on the show I thought wasn't very good. There was, I liked the ladder match. I liked the football match. I liked the women's match. Other than that, not my favorite show. But I guess three matches in, I don't know. Go ahead. What can they do? What can you do in this environment for $50 that is going to make people feel something that's not booked like two weeks before it happens, something with a bigger story. That's all. And I understand what you're saying where if a lot of people can't be there, they can't do the same stories they were building, but it really, most of the show really felt thrown together. And then we had two injuries. So we had to do two substitutions, which made one of the matches completely pointless. So again, like some of these matches on the show just really felt to me like, wow, we see better stuff for free on dynamite. And that's not how that should be for 50 bucks. No way. So So we get, the buy-in Taz and Excalibur on commentary. And we're told that Britt Baker is injured. We're also told that the ninth man in the casino match is a mystery. Were we told that earlier? Uh, I remember there being empty spots, but I wasn't sure if they were all filled yet. So we're also, yeah, but we also know that Phoenix is injured too. So there's a substitution there, but that had happened before this. So, so earlier today, Tony Schiavone watched Jake, the snake watched Lance Archer beat up a tire Bobby Lashley's probably, and then Lance beats up a sink. He's like a, like yeah. a broken down, like burned down house or something. I don't know what's happening there. What do you think a house of horrors match is? Yes. Uh, uh, buy-in, uh, number one contender tag team. T- that's going to be your buy-in matches. The number one contender for the tag team titles, Private Party 
versus the best friends. Let me think, Larry. Who's going to win? Hmm. The best friends who are on like every week on AEW or Private Party who we haven't seen in months? Well, first off, handshakes all around. That's not very socially distant, but whatever. <laughs> match, match, match. Trent loses his headband, which is... I like both these teams. I didn't think this match was that good. Was it was just fine. Grumpy? It was fine, but it sure, certainly wasn't Private Party's best. I'll tell you that right now. Oh. Yeah. Right. Just, also, and, and four really good wrestlers. No, I, I want to see them. I know. It didn't do very well, but best friends win it. So. Yeah. No surprise there. No. Yeah, I mean, just. It didn't make me want to see best friends go because because the tag titles have been non-existent. They're non-existent, so. so I don't care who's the number one contender. You're right. Also, earlier today, Tony talked to Arn Anderson, and Arn wasn't compre- impressed by him being up a commode. And Arn says things are going to get hairy, but at least they didn't do a lot of promising about Mike Tyson. Which <sighs> Recap Moxley and Brody and Taz says, hey, I got to leave. I got business to attend. He does. Almost. He almost says that. But now we don't know know what it is yet, but it's going to be funny. Didn't you assume it was going to be Darby Allen, which I guess we were supposed to be. That was the joke, I guess, that it was supposed to be. So I'm guessing that's going to be the next program, right? Yeah, I guess. JR and Tony come in. Uh, pay-per-view starts with thanking first responders and they, this is really okay. But then they say we can overcome anything as we see the shad picture and everything. And that was, we, it was a weird cut there. Why was that mm-hmm. there? Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, and it shows them in the, the, the beach or whatever. It was weird. Vicky Guerrero's at ringside, which JR don't don't say anything about it or make JR mad. JR's, JR's. I don't understand his problem. He's like, oh, Vicky's there. We don't need to explain it. Don't 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 <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> well, I did we he was I don't know. He goes uh, he goes, calm calm herself down. Vicky Guerrero, so what? She can be in the crowd, she's a wrestling fan. I JR, shut up. I don't know what you're talking I've, about. I have never seen anyone snowflakier than JR. He Everything gets pre, is. He gets pre upset with comments that might be on Twitter when he's done with the show. I, whoever taught him how to use social media really ruined his life. He, <laughs> yes. he might have been a happy man right now. Yep. <sighs> the internet never fails to disappoint. People yes. in a casino match, all of them say, I'm going to win. Look at me, I'm going to win. So this is the casino match. Casino ladder match. Winner gets an AEW championship match. Just they get a match, not number one contender, okay. whatever. They're going to get a match. Orange Cassidy versus Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian versus Scorpio Scott, Scorpio Sky versus Frankie Kazarian versus Colt Cabana versus Joey Janela versus Luchasaurus versus Mystery Question Opponent. Mark. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Joey Janela was not supposed to be in this. Correct. He took the place of Phoenix, who is is still recovering from gun injury. He should be back soon. Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky start. Oh, they're teammates, but yeah. Every two minutes you get an intro. Now, this is what's weird. You can win in the first two minutes. Right. right? And that's so it's not like a War Games match where we're just wasting time and like we're like, oh, nothing can happen till the end. So, yeah, it's the match is it's TNA like as far as those rules sound dumb, but it's more realistic in the fact that, yeah, because. Because you're coming out luck of the draw style, which doesn't make sense if the mystery partner saved for last. So, 
mystery opponent or whatever. Um, so I don't know. So I might, it's, 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 it's a mixed feeling on this one. So if this is say this casino ladder match, say it's going to be a running gimmick that they do every year or whatever. Yeah. What you'll want to do is you'll want to run it like this. And then because you have these unique rules, you want to take advantage of those unique, unique rules, like maybe six, seven years down You'll, you'll have, oh, my God, the first two people in are tag team partners, and they could just help each other and win. We did that tonight. We put tag, They could have – Frankie and Scorpio could have said, know. you know what? We could just win this. Go get the title. So, But they didn't, but I'm just saying. You're right that, that? that those rules are kind of busted. The other, rule, the other thing you could have is like number – say number four wins, right? And then – before number five can come out, but he was just about to come out. And then number five attacks number four and then the, who, who wins the match. And then he has to put the, the thing on the line because number five is like, well, I would have, I could have won the match, but I never got in there. So there's things you can do with it, but you're right. Yeah. And then they seven, kinda, eight, nine. Yeah. And then seven, and what eight, if, nine. What if the dark orders number 10 is in there and he's four and they're saying number four, 10, and then everyone's confused. And then they're like Ty Dillinger, Chairman Ten, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Uh, Sean ten. Spears, SSN, Sean Spears Network, Social Security number. I don't understand what's happening. So, also to point it out, what if what if the first two people had been Kip Sabian and 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 Kaz? Yeah, we we learn later that Kip's best friend, because Kip comes out next. And Kip's best friend, John, Jimmy Havoc, can just come in and do whatever he wants. Right. So, no DQ. So, really, so if it had been Frankie yeah. and Kip, then Jimmy could have came out, just held Frankie's it's leg, really and dumb. Kip could have climbed up yeah. and got Yeah, it's stupid. Two minutes, but whatever. Kip! Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Havoc throws a ladder in the faces of him to try to help Sabian. Darby comes in and immediately dives after Sabian. And then Orange Cassidy. God, I hate this. Orange Cassidy comes out, and it's so funny because he's just – then he wanders over to the commentary table and he asks them what the rules are. Yeah. Very funny, keeping with his character. Tony and JR oh. do not understand what it is. JR's got to be like, oh, oh, look, at him. He, he's an example of this generation. They're so bad. They're lazy and don't know. And then Tony says, oh, Orange Cassidy looks pissed. He's upset. Do you what? not know the character? No. It's not that deep. It's pretty obvious. Wow. And poor Excalibur's like, no, no, he's just he's just lazy. God, I know. one grandpa's bad, two of them. I know really it's bad. not good. And it's great. Cassie does the bit because everybody's been out of action, so he can go in the ring and he just tries to reach up and grab it at first. <laughs> That's his effort. That's what he does. He drags a ladder around. He's like, oh, I got to put this ladder up. I don't even know how these things work and all this stuff. Cole Cabana is out next, and it's funny because the the crowd. Chant, help, help him out. Help him out. Help Cassidy. Of course you do. Colt does his own thing. And Joey Janela runs around. It's just a madhouse. Kaz and Joey and Scorpio Sky fight. Luchasaurus comes out, monsters it up, which was is a good... I like, I like his monster. Yeah. He monsters it up great. So I don't know where we're going with him in the future, but him being in a tag team, but then, you know, there's the monster guy for matches like this always works. Taz's voice says, who can stop the path of cage? Oh, my God. Because it's a machine, you see. This cage is a machine that you can't stop because a machine is a cage. Brian Cage comes out. Cage goes wild. Wow. You could subtitle this this pay-per-view, Devil or Nothing, Let's All Curse a Lot. I know. 
words. There's a lot of curse words. Joey's yelling bad oh, curse words. They're all screaming curse words. Cage climbs with Orange Cassidy on his back. They all finally attack Cage, which is good. And then they there's ladders and tables and the chips on top. I mean, there's giant stunt chips they have at ringside, which those are awesome. I, mm-hmm. look, I really did like the environment and the use of environment. And it really stands out now that WWE has put all their virtual environments. Right. That there's actual really giant props like a giant. A hol- right. You can't yeah, take you can't, a giant. You can't hit somebody with a hologram. Big dog hologram and pull it out of the sky and bite someone with it or whatever. They actually take a <laughs> giant poker chip that's so heavy it takes five guys, five wrestlers to pick up and then put on top a cage so he can't move because they're trying to win the match. So that actually was pretty smart. Penelope comes out to get involved. Best friends come out to save Cassidy. Cassidy, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt has a tiny little ladder. It's all the stuff. Dives I want to tell you chips. my. It's, I want to tell you my biggest problem with this though. What? Uh, Taz. He's what was there? He's there. He's with Brian Cage, so clearly he's his manager, right? Why are the commentators so baffled by the concept? They're like. Well, I, I don't understand the association. What is happening? I don't know. Let's see. see. Took- let's let's put the pieces together, Larry. Taz says Cage's intro. And he comes out as his second. Clearly they're together. The end. Why are we questioning it like it's some conspiracy? Well, Okay, I took a different thing. Being the stupid fan, I'm like, well, I guess he's not his manager. If they won't say it, they're alluding to something else. But I don't think that's it. Well, if that's not it, then yeah, they're dumb. Because wow. say, I guess he's especially where he was trying to give advice to uh, Darby yeah. Allen. But right, maybe I'm. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some deep conspiracy here. But it seemed like the commentators were pretty stupid. So. Well, Cage powers up. He breaks free. He eventually climbs the ladder and wins, which he figured he would. What does he pull down from, a, to win from the ceiling? A chip. And what did Taz say? He said, I think it's coin. It's a coin. That's right. I think it's coin. Yep. I think it's coin. That wasn't bad. I, it's fine. I, I, I don't mind that he won. That's that's fine. No, no, I didn't mind the match. It, no, the match was the match was fun. Yeah, I'll tell you what, we got we got price tag. Larry, we got cheated out of two Money in the Bank ladder matches this year because of the gimmick. So this was a real, this was their treat to us. This was like, well, that company didn't give you a real ladder match. So here's one. That's true. And it was, it was a good one. I liked it. It was fine. No one has seen Dustin. That's the story. Wow. MJF against Jungle Boy. Again, this might be on Dynamite. Mm. And again, MJF is great with something to do, but this doesn't seem like a big feud. This is bad. Uh, MJ talks about, guess what? Jungle Boy's dad, because that's what's the most important about Jungle Boy. Not the fact that he's a good wrestler and I'm, I'm impressed with him. I'm interested yeah. in him. I have no care. What, what is going to sell knowing who his dad is? Is anybody, is anybody's paying 50 bucks? Cause they're like, wait a nope. minute. I saw his dad on a TV show. No, let me pull out $50. Not one person. No. Not one person. Oh, MJF fakes injury, but oh no, Jungle Boy could have won it by count out. Jungle mm. Boy's a, a face, so he does it. And counter MJF wins. It's not a pay-per-view match. No, especially because there could only be one winner. 
But I wouldn't complain if right. this was a WWE pay-per-view and I saw that match because I didn't spend $50 on it. Correct. I hate that I am that tight, that I, that colors every match on here, but it does. You it really does it. because $50 is a lot, especially in a pandemic. Yeah, because I can't touch that money. Because it has the COVID. Pack, package about the TNT and AEW wrestling, and it's a new championship, so... Wow, Mike Tyson comes out with the ugliest belt I've ever seen. Because it's the, they even it's, have to they have to say it's not finished because, in all seriousness, because of the COVID, they couldn't get it gold plated. So this looks like some kind of toy. And when okay, when Mike Tyson comes out with a belt, and you're like, "Wow, that is ugly," and you're talking about the belt and not Mike Tyson. Wow, that's an ugly. You're right. That ugly <laughs> took away from Mike Tyson. That's an ugly belt. Oh. <laughs> Lance Archer comes out dragging another wrestler around, so that's good. Jake's at ringside. Cody comes out with Arn. Oh, Cody's tattoo. Ooh. I know. Mike Tyson and Cody Rhodes <laughs> are in the same room with those tattoos. Well, they're in an ugly tattoo contest with each other. Oh, and the belt won. That's what's sad. That's Ooh, crazy. You're right. Maybe that's why they got the belt, so it'll distract from all the bad tattoos. I think you're right. Like, no, the belt's even worse. Ah, uh, the ref, ref gives them an opportunity to shake hands. Again, it's COVID. We don't do this anymore. Please. We could have one good thing come out of COVID and we could never shake hands again. God, please let that happen. I know. It, it, you know what? We don't smell each other's butts like dogs. We don't need to shake each other's hands no. to make sure we're corporeal. No. It's, it's, it's okay. We can just say hi. Uh, they, t- they tell us the belt's not really done, which is just, it's so funny to hear, but... Sorry, guys. We, I know. It's, it's like it, it was a school project. And it it was. Didn't get it's finished. like we're a million dollar company and we can't even get this done on time because of the COVIDs. So. Mm. <laughs> and the commentators talk about everybody being tested for COVID. So that's that. Uh, JR re- talks about Jake's hideous attack on Brandy. So we're, we are talking about it. Again, if but she we have only to come out and that as we Jake. see Mike Tyson at ringside. Yeah. Jake, how many times so did Jake like, leave? Like twice. One of those times could have been a kick in the crotch easily. It's so dumb. Why do we? Why do yeah. we waste that? Why? Okay, okay, I my argument's overbooked, but it's so overbooked that it wouldn't have mattered if it was a little more. Overbooked. And it would have been a payoff. Why was there no payoff? This is AEW where you're supposed to get payoffs. So yeah, we have Jake assaulting a woman. Mike Tyson at ringside. <sighs> JR, sorry, told us that women hate each other. And, uh, yeah, he said all women hate each other. And also, they cut to Mike Tyson, and he's yawning. So now, <laughs> so get this. So now, someone must have produced him and had someone run over to him. And they're like, oh my god, we just caught you on camera yawning. Can you please like get animated and whatever? So he starts cheering for Cody, yet when Arn, when the thing happens with Arn, he cheers to get rid of Arn. He doesn't understand what anything is. As much as I'd hate the man, his, I'm sure his brain injuries are to the place that, yeah, he doesn't understand. I don't think he could tell you who won the match. I know. Afterwards. But let's JR, see. Says, yeah. JR says one of the most pot kettle things I ever heard. He says, you know, that Jake must hate women the way he talks about them. Yeah, what was that? Because everyone online has said, boy, JR, you must hate women the way you talk about them. So that's JR playing the victim again. Yeah. I know. Her. Jake ah, must hate JR, women. Please. The way he talks about them, just like you. Ah, Lance contorts the match. Oh, no, he controls the match. 
Jake tries to distract uh, DDTs. Archer does a spine buster. So, you know, look, they can't do look, their managers. Moves, yeah. Hmm. Jake gets distracted. Arn knocks off, uh, Archer off the, the ring post, which is weird. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Not only was it weird, but it's face Cody having Arn cheat. Now Arn gets caught, though. Yeah, this is weird because then the ref makes both of them go to the back and Mike Tyson is all about it. Because Mike yeah. Tyson's like, yeah, he did it. Send him back. But he, I thought he was for the face. What? Okay. What? So, and then immediately, and I know we haven't seen it. We don't know. Oh, maybe this is the gimmick. Archer seems a little lost without Jake and they even tell us that. So that's yeah. going to be the thing about why he lost because guess what? He loses. Cody wins and Cody gets the ugly belt. So wait, Cody is the first... Oh, and by the way, and Jarrah's like, well, you know, there's only there's only one first TNA belt. You mean there's only one first champion? champion. What are you talking no. about? No, that because, belt's the only one that's ever going to be. Right, the story, the story is that Cody wants to be the first something because he can't be the first world champ, so he wants to be the, this champ, which is fine, except for, does is he proud of how he won with Arn cheating? Like for no it, reason, for no reason. But would wouldn't it have been okay if Brandy had run out and do that? Because yes, she has a beef. Yes, and you would be like, of course she's angry. So yeah, you could. But I would have. I would have even thought twice about it if she did it. Because did Arn think that Cody couldn't win clean? Yes. Well, he must have because he. So, Cody, you proud of that win as first champion? And also, oh, and also the, the problem. The other problem is. That is fine if Jake had interfered earlier and then Aaron did that to even Steven, but that didn't happen either. Right. And also, also this, we had a snake tease, didn't we? And those, oh, snake, I wonder if, uh, if Mike Tyson's scared of snakes. Well, we'll never know. I we'll never know because they didn't do any of the things they said they would do. Okay, so other problems to unpack with this Cody thing, Larry. He did the woo with the, ma- with the hands around it, cupped around his mouth like Sting, and then did a stinger splash. Yeah. He once staying in AEW so he could wrestle him for the TNT championship. He said it the next day. Cody wants a match against Sting. If you bring Sting into here, I understand, Cody, that you want this to be like your dad's company. You want this to be like WCW and NWA. I get it. But it's going to end up being like TNA. And by the way, yes, JR said, oh, he's, he said that that Look at that. He won the TNA title. I almost oh, yes. I almost said TNA. Huh. I almost said a TNA. Did you hear me say TNA? That's another thing, TNA. You can find it every Thursday night on <laughs> Yeah. Calm down. Wow, JR. I'll give you the mistake. Although you shouldn't You can make a mistake, mistake like but then he's like, oh, I almost said TNA. No, you did say yeah. it. What a weirdo. Just keep yeah, repeating so- it. Keep, keep advertising. And then, okay, my other problem with Cody here is that Again, he wants to be Dusty Rhodes, but the problem is with making a title and giving it to yourself first, it seems more like he's Jeff Jarrett to me. And I don't like that at all. Eh, you get a pass because he's taking himself out of the I know, world. I understand. And the elite know. did not control this from the beginning. I know, so but it's I like, give them a pass who else that. makes a title for themselves and makes a, makes a um, what's it called, a match of their own? Jeff Jarrett. That's all. Just, I, that's all. It's more, less like Dusty, more like Jeff. Well, here's the thing with AEW. And you point out, like with Sting, bringing Sting in, 
don't do what you know doesn't work, didn't work in WWE. Like the Mike Tyson. Why was he there? We know that stuff doesn't work. It's just, it's just, no oh, one cares. Oh, doesn't work, Larry? He, Tyson's going to be on Dynamite this week. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I didn't hear that. And Well, he's I'm booked because it's on the AEW Twitter account. Back in the, oh, there's a doctor, like a real doctor in the back. And he says, I've been doing doctor stuff on Britt Baker. And let me tell you all these injuries. And he reads off all these injuries. Yeah. And then he goes, and then he's like, but let's get real here. What? Our injuries are fake? I didn't. It That's makes what it, it sound did like sound he's like. breaking kayfabe. It was pretty he's bad. like, she's a real jerk. Yeah, he says that the patient's much worse than the injuries. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, but don't tell me let's get Rhea here on a wrestling show. Yeah, that was awful. But let's have a pointless <clears throat> match next. Well, Dasha comes out to tell us what's going on, and JR calls her honey. Yep. He must hate her. Wow. Mm. Chris Stratlander against... Penelope Ford. So there's Keep in no mind, story here. We just saw here. Penelope Ford get injured in that. that right. Yeah. So. And there's no story here because it's a substitute match. And because it's a women match, JR's thinking about women. He's, he goes again. He's talking about that. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky, she's right there. Don't you be asking why. She's allowed to be. I, I think JR, just calm no down, one Grandpa. Cares. I didn't ask why. And even if a fan said, what is Vicky doing there? Why is that illegal to him? What is he talking about? <laughs> Uh, Stratlander just wins. This is a match maybe for Dynamite. Probably not. <laughs> this is No, this is a dark match. This is not anything I want. Oh. And speaking of not so, anything I want, how about the next match? So Sean Spears comes out in a suit, which is kind of another gimmick because it's not he's not doing his report, but whatever. Stop, just stop, Sean oh. Spears. He says Dustin's at home, but and I guess Oh, Dustin's music hits. No, he's really here, but no, he's not. Oh, Sean Spears tricked us, tricked us. And, and there's no point here because Dust Brandy comes out and she says, look behind you. Wow, there's Dustin. Match, so match. Brandy's we see here, sh- not with Jake. Oh. Match, match. Sean Spears gets his butt pulled out. And then we see on his trunks on the front is a picture of Tully's face. And am I wrong in saying on the back he pooed himself? I don't know. I, th- I think that the, the, I think they did the this iron on and it went so all the way through. Dumb. So it burnt the back of his trunk. So yeah, he's another pooey trunks. Dustin just wins again. Why <sighs> is this on a pay per view? Wow, I understand that 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 Spears is trying to play this clown character where he talks up a big game and then loses when it's. But who did this help? This match was stupid. $50, so, by the way, $50. And so I wouldn't have wanted it on This is where you talked about earlier where they talk about social media and how bad it is. But he's trying to say the right things. I, mean, I, I like Excalibur. I know. I do too. i and fonder of him as he goes along. He tries to do the right thing. But you, you can't, you've got to give somebody a, a script with points to hit. And you know what? And in, in some, some charity that works with bullying or something – Throw to that, but yeah, do anything. He, just, he tries to say the right thing. He just, but he know basically, what to say, stu- I wouldn't know what to say. I know, but he basically stuttered around and never got to the point, and it was very confusing. Kira Shida, Shida versus the champ Nyla Rose for the women's title. Start off with kendo sticks. Shida goes through a table. We got poker chips. It's a hardcore match. Actual, if you didn't yeah, mention it's, that, it's it's a hardcore match. Which, you no, know, maybe they did. Uh, multiple running knees. Shida becomes champion, which. 
I like this match. Maybe, yes, me too. You know, and came off well, and I believe she won it for real. And yep, yeah. I thought the Tony same goes, thing. Yeah, T- Tony for some reason goes, "Y'all ready for dynamite on Wednesday?" Like, are we done? So many times tonight, exactly. Like that was the end of the show. But so many times tonight, they're like, "Stay tuned for Wednesday to see what's going to happen." It's like, again, this is such backwards, weird. Like you got. Who is paying fifty dollars here but won't watch Dynamite? There's I was no just going to say that doesn't make any it's, sense. It's, it's, it's an episodic program. We know that. We don't think tonight's the end of AEW. But we, it's Larry. Fifty dollars is a lot of money. If someone paid it, they watch Dynamite every week. I don't know. Maybe rich people are just like, buy everything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. World title match: Mosley against Brody. Not not the main event. Wait, Ma- is this, did you call Mosley? Like yeah, like Morrissey. Yes, Mosley. Uh, Brody has his goons and the stolen title belt. belt. Uh, Moxley has a new jacket. He always has a new jacket that's somehow beat up and old. Does, what is he, does he buy these jackets and just leave them on the street and let people spray paint them and roll them around in the gutter and everything? Yes. And then he goes back two weeks later and gets yes. them. Mm-hmm. JR says, Bra- Bra- uh, Brody hates sneezing like that other guy. And yep, and then and then what's his name? And then Tony says he hates yawning too, right? What else does Vince? Ha- I mean, Brody does he have a dinosaur in his office? Like Brody's outfit is not attractive. No, I don't know what he's going for, but did somebody makes the call that when Brody char- charges in, he's like a refrigerator running down the stairs? What? Better go catch it. Is that supposed to be a, a joke? A phone joke? Yeah. Is your refrigerator running down the stairs? I don't, I don't and when know. a refrigerator runs, it doesn't. That's the joke about the you know ring ring. Is your refrigerator running? I, I don't know how someone is a, like a refrigerator running down the <sighs> stairs. Uh, get a lot of spots here and stuff, but honestly, I didn't like it that much. I did they not eventually love this go match. through the entrance ramp. Yeah. Brody comes out all bloody, and then rear naked choke. Moxley retains the title and takes it back. I guess. Not that great a world title match. And I knew it couldn't be – I knew it wasn't no. going to be fantastic. And I knew Brody wasn't going to win, but it kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, me too. I think then, Moxley – Yeah. Moxley has to go crazy in a match for me to care. I guess. And he just – I didn't seem this. Like, is this the same Moxley I was seeing in New Japan that had the really good matches against Juice Robinson and against Suzuki and against Lance Archer? No, it's like a different – not, not bad. He's not bad. It's just that I guess I'm, I don't know. Well, they can't all be winners. And I knew this wasn't going to be a winner. So no, I and was it wasn't like it was a, a bad, it wasn't like it was a bad match. I just, I didn't really, it didn't work. I don't know. No. So they tell us this summer, AEW action figures. That's cool. And Excalibur comes back and he tries to pimp them. And Jim, then JR makes fun of him for pimping them. JR, you pimp crap that has nothing to do with yeah, AEW what? every week. This is an actual, real, important thing to the company. He's like, oh, you keep keep on pimping those. You keep selling them all. JR's an idiot. Think and also, enough. also, Excalibur has gone on record and he has said, JR makes fun of me with for wearing this mask when I first met him. When we worked first worked for AEW, he told me, why are you wearing that ridiculous mask? You need to get that mask off because this is about getting the talent over and not you. That's what JR told him. Okay. Wow. How much is JR sold? 
All he does is talk about his dumb podcast and his stupid barbecue sauce every and his stupid book, his book. His every book. week. Every week, every week. he's going to give Tony a copy of the book and he never does. Is, it, is that a running gimmick that he says he'll no. give Tony a copy and he never does? And also, uh, they're like, oh yeah, look at that Tony action figure. Wait, did I miss something? That's not real, is it? No, no. It was a way to make a joke about Tony being old, I guess. That's stupid. Okay. They they do a replay of the world title match, which actually made the world title match look good. Well, yeah, because it was short, yeah. I, I, it was funny to see it so soon after I actually watched it, and I saw the the clip part, and I was like, I wish I'd seen it. And I'm like, I did see that match. It wasn't that. But good. what is the t- what is with the timing in this pay per view? It is 11 p.m. and the main event's going to start. Which isn't that it, weird? It didn't go very late, especially if you have to work the next day. I understand that Sunday mm-hmm. night pay per views are different than Saturday night pay per views, but 11 o'clock is a late to start a main event. That's all. Why did I write something about Sean Spears here? Um, Is he, did he be, do something here? Because he's dancing. Maybe they said something about he's going to say something on Dynamite. Because they kept saying, stay tuned to Dynamite, see what happens. Maybe. It, Sean Spears is trying to be their R-Truth, and I don't think he is. Was this the part where no, he was he, on the phone or something? And he was like, I don't know. I forget. Yeah, there was something here. I don't remember. But that doesn't matter. That's not what we're here for. They recap the inner circle feud with the elites. And they show how the, the young buck. Oh, somebody. The young bucks are talking about it. And they're like, we may jump off the goalpost. So, again, we're promising stuff. And Kenny said, said he. I like this. Kenny is promoting you know, the match. And he says, we thought we were going to be the guys to change wrestling. <laughs> but, you know, because we've been losing, maybe we aren't. Maybe the inner circle is who's going to change wrestling, and I don't think I want to be part of that wrestling. Yeah, he's like, this is the darkest timeline. Yes. Mm, I like it. So, here we go. Main event. I was very on the fence about this pay-per-view at this point. Mm. So, yeah, because I've seen so far, there was only one or, good two ma- one or two good matches, and we were at the end, and it was like the world title wasn't even the main event. So, I was very, I was not happy at this point. So, it is a stadium stampede. The Elite, Matt Hardy, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, and the Young Bucks versus the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Jack Hager, Santana, and Ortiz. Now, there is a wrestling ring set up in the middle of a football field. Which looks there so are, tiny. Yes. The cheer, cheer, which I've seen arena matches and everything. This one made it seem like this place was one of those video games. What are they called? Open world video games? Like a sandbox game. Yes, this is what it seemed like. It seemed like we'll get into it. Do whatever you want. Yeah, cheerleaders with masks and like a drum corps with masks and the mascots from the Jaguars, which the mascots from the Jaguars name was Jackson, like the Young Bucks. Yeah. So that was confusing. Was he? I thought because on the back it said Jackson, spelled incorrectly. But I'm like, is that going to be one of the Young Bucks? Yes. You know, that could have been his comeback. They should have done that. Inner Inner Circle have jerseys made up for them, which was great. But here's the problem: some of the the numbers mean something, right? So they're like, oh, Jericho, 27. That means how many? Whatever. Each person. That was his dad's hockey number. Right. That was his dad's hockey number. Right. Ted Irvine. Excuse me. But then we get we get. Oh, I wonder what that one is. I bet that hits. They start guessing about what the other numbers are. Just stop. Don't. There's no reason for that. Pay attention to the match, dummies. So guess what? Page isn't there. Uh oh. <gasps> we were wondering. 
So, okay. Let's get. Let's okay, let me, right let, me say, let me if, say this right away. Let me start. No, I have something important to say before you say Okay. Stop listening to this podcast right now and go watch this match. Yes, that's a I'm great idea. Because I'm going to run it for you. That's a great and idea. And you want to see this You're going to spoil all the spots. But here's the thing. Yep. When you watch, when you go back a few weeks and you watch Money in the Bank, and again, for the people that are entertained by it and didn't understand why that was crap and this is good, that had that was put together by aliens and a computer algorithm of what a match might be like if it was like outside the box. This is put together by some kind of genius that understands jokes and genius is this is put together gimmicks. by a bunch this is a group of people yes. that understand wrestling and comedy and also everything in between seriousness comedy good things payoff storytelling storytelling payoffs. okay okay joe do you want to hear the other thing that you didn't say that's probably the most important thing what this Fun? was this was put this was put together by people who cared about it and wanted that's something awesome it. people okay so this was like okay AW said this. They said, well, we know you all watch Money in the Bank and you got cheated. We're sorry. We're sorry. You got cheated out of two ladder matches and you had one. It became one bad cinematic match. And they're like, how about we give you a good ladder match and then we give you a good cinematic match? How about we do that? Where every joke pays off, where everything makes sense, where everything is good, where everything is fun, where everything is logical, and everything you think could happen does happen to the point where you just are entertained for a solid however many minutes this was, half an hour, whatever it was, it was awesome. But yes, please go watch this now, and when you come back, we'll review it. So go ahead. Yes, you have to watch this. If you're not going to watch this, why are you a wrestling fan? That's a really good point. Do you hate fun? And, yeah. And before I start gushing, and I am going to gush and gush and gush. I have two and a half pages on one match. It's I've so never good. Anything. Yeah. I'm going to gush. But remember, we were complaining, and I still don't think this pay per view is worth fifty bucks. No. But this match, so though, I'm not gushing all over AEW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when something is some of the best wrestling I've seen, I know yep. it's not wrestling. Some of the best entertainment, whatever, whatever. wrestling entertainment. I have seen in years. I have got to gush. So call me a gusher. That's what she yep. said. Uh, Tony ah. says they start to wrestle and fight around on the on the football field. It's great. And for some reason, Tony, because he wants, because God knows him and JR want to be real sports people. They're like, Tony says, oh, you know, that's natural turf. So it's not that that hard. And even JR is like, wait, right. what are you telling us? It's not hard. He's like, oh, that move doesn't hurt. Stop, really. Wow. So yep. There are some commentary fluffs, but everything else, 100% gold. Because guess what happens? Hangman Page rides in on a horse. Oh, my God. Football field. And guess what? Remember, Sammy was chased by a golf cart? Well, now he's being chased by a horse. It's so Sammy, amazing. Sammy is terrified of being run over again. <laughs> so Sammy gets chased through the, you know, into the actual arena with the horse in the arena. It's amazing. Uh, JR wants to know. He said something. He said, JR has to throw in. He said, I, but. Kenny Omega said that they wanted to change wrestling. What does that even mean? Uh, number one, that's wow. gone, JR. We're seeing a guy being chased with a horse. We're seeing amazing things. You're supposed to be worrying about what Kenny Omega meant. I know. What an idiot. Matt, Matt's, Matt is there, but his ribs are um, Jackson is there, and his ribs are still hurt. So is that yeah. going to be part of the story? <sighs> Sammy does. 
a great sunset. Oh, flip must be. Yeah. Oh, Sammy does a great sunset flip off of like the arena around on to people and everything. JR has said, oh, good thing that his teammates were there to break his fall. Yeah, why? Oh, my God. The, as good as this was put together, the commentators sure were trying to tear it apart. Yeah. it's. And I wonder what they had something about. What do they call it? A, a post to dig? Yeah. Something to grind. A, axe, axe to grind. A post to dig. Post to dig is your new thing. <laughs> and axe to grind. With the All right. I got a post to dig with you. <laughs> It's bone to pick, axe to grind, post to uh, dig, why not? <laughs> Matt, Matt does use the goalpost. Guess what? He said something and he did it. So that's great. We see a sign for Larry's giant subs in the arena. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> Hangman's riding the horse in the arena. It's amazing. He gets off the horse and he talks to it because he's amazing. The horse stays where it's supposed to, and Hangman looks around and he goes into the arena bar. Oh, my God. It's great. Ah, it's great. They're fighting. Kenny Omega's fighting with, uh, I think it was uh, Omega or uh, Santana, Santana and Ortiz. They, yeah. They, they throw popcorn salt in his eye. <laughs> we get barricades. We get anything that's lying around is, is being, laying around is being used. Uh, Tony gets very kittle. Give with Tony. What? Don't know what that is. Omega does a powerbomb nasty. Then the, Oh, we see a wheelchair. Look, there's a wheelchair in the corner with tape in it. I'm excited about upcoming gimmicks. I know. It, it's just, oh, look, there's a pool. They have a pool in this arena. This what are they going to do? Matt yeah. Hardy, of course. They, or Tina, or T, Ortiz and Santana throw Matt Hardy into the pool. Ortiz does the I can't swim bit. The pool is what? Two feet yep. deep. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pop him up. It's, it's Hardy 1.0. It pops out of the water. Oh my God, we get version one complete with the Mattitude facts and all that. Oh, the oh Mattitude my God. fact is, of course, Matt Hardy can hold his breath for 346 seconds. <laughs> so funny. They get version 2.0 in there. And the, but they leave Matt for dead in the water. Did they drown him? Oh, my God. But no, delete Matt comes out. Delete, delete. Oh, my God. Over. So many different ah. Matts. So much fun, and we get and and oh boy, Matt's so upset. He's he's upset about Vanguard One being destroyed, and Jr. has to say, "Oh, that poor God, Vanguard One, bless his model airplane heart." Model airplane, like he wow. thinks he's from Hobby Lobby. He doesn't understand what a drone is. Okay. Oh, he's some kind of horseless carriage. <laughs> They do the head. They have a victory bell. So I think it was Ortez gets his head in the bell and rung. It's just Matt tapes uh, uh, Ortez's into the wheelchair. Then he puts Santana and the ice machine. JR quotes a foreigner song, Cold as Ice. That will be the most recent reference he makes all night. I know. And when I say that, he's making references from the 30s tonight. I know he is. I know. Wait till the bar scene. But this was funny because, as Matt always says, like the mower of lawns, this is the chair of wheels, right? That's funny. JR's like, oh, look, he's got the wheel of chairs. Yeah, it's a wheelchair, you idiot. Okay. Santana gets locked in the ice machine. He puts a broom through the handle. So Santana and Ortiz are out. So this is amazing. Jake. Hager is walking through trying to find and he finds Hangman's horse, which I thought they were going to do the punch horse gimmick, but I don't think he can do that nowadays. No. Remember the punch from uh, Blazing Saddles? But but no. So he looks at the horse and it's almost like he found his horse so he knows where where uh, Hangman is because he's in the bar. So I say 
The only thing that works is for him to sit down and drink with Hangman Page. Okay, you say that works. And it does. But I don't think people are calling that because you're too wrapped up in it. But of course, that's what happened. Jake just saunters in and Hangman's drinking all alone at the bar. And he sits sits right next to it's him. It's perfect. Hang, Hangman's like, Did you come here to drink? Did you come here to fight? And they share a drink and then they fight. It's amazing. Yep. How perfect is this? It's wonderful. The pool table fight's wonderful. Jack Swagger from WWE is perfect here. So talented. He holds his own with Hangman Page. Hangman Page, who I used to be bored to death with. I know. And Tony's like, oh, why is there always a pool cue uh, in a bar? Because they have pool tables. Wow. Really? No one ever says, why is there always a kendo stick? I know. But you say, why is there a pool cue in, in, a bar. in a bar? Yeah, I know. Stupid. Hag- Hagger slams Hangman into the table, the pool table, and I want this feud now. I, this is wrestling where you, you put two guys and I'm like, look at them fight. I want to see them fight more. Then Hagger throws Paige onto the bar. Oh, my God. And does the slide you down the bar, busting up all the... Tr- and and, the, and the, it's incredible. And the gimmick is, of course, this is in every Western movie ever. It's in every movie with a bar ever with a fight scene. But it always works in the movie where you throw the guy and he just can cartoonally slides to the end. And that in real life, that doesn't work. So Hager forces it and just runs Paige through the whole thing and smashes him. He drags him down the whole bar. It was awesome. And then JR does some 1930s joke. Yeah. There was like, oh, that looks like that movie, The Quiet Man. Have you, did, have you seen that? Yeah, it came out in the 40s. Uh, <laughs> it came out like 80 years ago. Yeah, so if I want to go back at 60-some years ago, 70 years ago. Yeah, we all saw it, JR. But even JR would have had to been a kid, right? Yeah. So, oh, Kenny Omega arrive, arrives in oh the bar God, to save awesome. his partner. They have a case of the bubbly. They break it over Jack's head. So many and, bottles. And but but not. It's not just Kenny saving him. Hangman comes back to life, and they do awesome tag team maneuver because look, they're an amazing tag team. Just for some weird reason, they're Hangman, different, but they work so well. And they take out Jack Jack Hager, and it's, it's, it's fantastic. And Hangman uses Kenny as the rope to do the buckshot lariat in a bar. It's incredible. And then Hangman gets Kenny a drink of milk and they toast each other and they're friends. It's amazing until the commentators are idiots and go, oh, that that Hangman page loves that whiskey milk. What did they eat? Were they they look away from the screen? And and yeah, and because it's whiskey, Jerry's like, oh, it's not that song, Whiskey River, that I heard in the 1970s. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this if you take away the commentary, this this match is incredible. And the commentary wasn't terrible. It was just there were some It was not it was good, good to have I wanted commentary. Definitely. Oh, I know. I didn't want it to be a quiet match yeah. like all those dumb, you know, WWE musical things, but yeah. Well, what remember Money in the Bank. Remember right. it was quiet, no commentary and, and it made it horrible. There was no one to have fun with. Maybe if you were watching it with a bunch of your friends, but if you were watching it alone, it makes you feel weird and yeah. that so mm-hmm. many Everything that Money in the Bank failed to be yep. this. They delivered. fixed it. Yep. So, yeah, if you're keeping track, well, it looks like Jack Hager's out of it. So, ooh, looks like the good guys are getting doing well. Matt Jackson, 
puts tries to put Jericho's face in one of his cooling fans at ringside. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. So Jericho gets a bullhorn and yells at him. Uh, <laughs> Nick and Sammy are wrestling. Nick throws footballs at Jericho, and all I can remember is remember when Pac-Man Jones was the tag team champion in TNA, and, and he wasn't allowed to touch someone, so he had to throw a football at them. Amazing. Yep. The Jaguars mascot finally comes up, and it's funny because he's a Jackson too, and Jericho super kicks him, knocks him out. Matt and Sammy, oh my God, they go to the 100 yard line suplex. This is oh my God. Okay, so so they start doing right. So so Matt starts giving uh, Sammy the Northern Light suplex, the one where he does like the choo choo train, and he doesn't stop. And I was like. Okay, this only works if we cut away, do other stuff, and keep coming back until there's a touchdown. And I'm like, if they can do that, this is these guys are geniuses. Let's see what happens. They do it. We keep going back, and they're constantly doing it all the way down. When they finally get to the end zone, Matt Jackson starts <laughs> to celebrate, and the ref gets him for excessive celebration. Oh so Matt God. Jackson kicks the ref. It's amazing. Uh, then uh, we see oh. I was a Jericho gets super kicked into the into the the kicking net, so they're like, "Go, you know." Yes, it's good. But Jericho gets Floyd out, and Jarrett goes, "Oh, I know a Floyd Lawson. You you don't know what I'm talking about. Look it up. This guy probably died in like 1959. <laughs> Who is Floyd Lawson? <laughs> I don't know. I know a Floyd. <laughs> I know him one, two counts, and Jericho." <laughs> See, they, okay, here's there's stuff here I wouldn't have thought of, and I love. Jericho gets a two count, and he challenges the call oh with the ref and God. wants a replay. So she goes in the booth, and he goes in her with her, and they're like arguing. She's like, "You're not even supposed to be in." It. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Ah. And then so, Jericho comes out and says, "The video lied." Yes. <laughs> so they put Jericho on the table, and Matt Jackson goes out, goes all the way up the arena steps, and runs down and launches himself out, and oh my puts God. Jericho through the table. Then. Hangman Page with a drink comes out with the line marker. They draw lines on the field and just runs it over Jericho and and divides him in half with a with oh a line. Oh my god. So much fun. So much fun. So much love with love of wrestling yep. and fun went into this. I and I love how they have to explain Sammy's been Northern Lights suplex so many times he should be dead, right? Yeah. But how does he wake up? <laughs> He's he's just out of it on on the field. And he's like, uh, the sprinklers come on. He's like, what? Watch what's going on. He looks around. He's all alone. It's amazing. Like, what? I've won. I've, I must have won. I've won. And he starts celebrating, jumping up and down. And from behind, we hear room, room. It's a horror movie. Yes. Matt Hardy <laughs> and Kenny Omega are in the golf cart again. Oh, my God. they're like, here we come. And they chase him. And the ref is running alongside oh as God. they're chasing Sammy clear down the football field. Uh, Sammy gets away. He gets up into the, the stand so they can do a bunch of stand stuff. Best, and- best line from Sammy, though. He's trying to get away, and he's so terrified. He just yells, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so Hardy follows him up in the stand, and Sammy chokes Hardy. That- oh, he's choking out Matt Hardy. Oh, no. What will happen? We see the natural electronic organism, Neo One. Oh my God. Comes in like an angel from beyond. He's the oh new my God. Vanguard he, he One. He saves Matt. Oh. 
So what was it? The one winged angel? It was until crash pad from all the way up top. It looked good. Oh my God. It was so scary, but no, they were safe and it was great. And Guevara gets pinned and it's awesome. Faces win. Kenny gets a Gatorade bath because, you know, it's football and everything. Uh, How did they do every single thing right in this match? This match was perfect. Yep. I, you can't you can't fault commentary. <laughs> it was right. perfect. It was, and there's no reason. Here was what I, my I take away. It's like when you do you have those stupid uh, what do they call improv classes, and you pick something out of a hat. Yeah. WWE picked out office building. Right. AEW picked out football stadium. They ran with it. One of them barely tried. It was ridiculous. WWE, the other one was just right. genius. Right. Perfect. WWE put a book on their head and then they and then they went, we could climb the building. And that was the end of their care. And then somebody went, put put other former wrestlers in there. Yeah. And that's all they did. And then we have AEW that sat down and made a detailed, amazing thing that took advantage of everything on that field. Every single thing. I, I was I'm just flabbergasted by how good that was. I expected fun. I was like, okay, this will be fun. I didn't expect something I'll remember for years as being one yep. of the funnest things I've seen in wrestling. It's amazing. I will go back to this in, in the way you go back to, I don't know, the empty stadium match. or This is a good memory of wrestling I will have forever. Yep. I'm willing to say that. This is, this is up there with me of feel good moments in wrestling. And it's not a, you know, WrestleMania title change or something, but this is something I enjoyed so much. Me too. So, so did, much. I'm well, so glad I read. So did our it. listeners, because we have about a million emails. So we should get to those. Okay. I will read one from, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Uh, here, what do we got here? Billy Dangerfield. It says, hi, SWF crew. Last year, I thought $49.99 was too much money for a pay-per-view, so I skipped Double or Nothing. That night, I read about how awesome it was, and the following week, I heard y'all review the show, and it was great to listen to all of you excited about wrestling. It was just, oh, it was great to listen to all of you excited about wrestling. was just wicked fun to hear. I haven't missed wicked fun. I haven't missed a pay-per-view since, and I actually made it to my first in-person pay-per-view with Full Gear in Baltimore in November. Ooh. Your reviews, AEW storytelling, and creation of new stars has made me fall in love with wrestling all over again. Thanks for all you do. I'm so pumped after an, another amazing show and so excited to hear what y'all thought about it. Cheers, Billy Dangerfield. Well, then you'll be happy because we mostly liked it, even though we were, were questioning the $50 thing. But boy, oh boy, that, that main event, that stadium thing, can't really say anything bad about it. So I, I don't. Yeah, I. I hate saying because they gave me something I'll never forget. Maybe that is worth fifty bucks. That's true. It depends. It depends on the person. How about that? <clears throat> okay, I have one. Hey guys, Hi. on Thursday and Friday of this week, I started to feel worried about Double or Nothing. Britt was injured. Phoenix was injured. Matt Jackson was injured. Injured. They had a mystery entrant on their ladder match that could prove to be a letdown, and they were running a cinematic match at just the time where people were starting to get sick of cinematic matches. Finally, 
I just read a rumor that the TNA championship belt wasn't actually finished. <gasps> you yet. said TNA like JR did. Ah, TNT. There was a lot that could go wrong. What AEW delivered was, to me, a master class in how to get things right in tough, tough circumstances. Okay, that could be just AEW in general. Because remember, this company has has it existed more time in COVID than it did outside of COVID yet? Ooh, that's a good question. Not yet, no. But it's close. So, yeah, think about what struggles they've had. The latter match was wild, fun, and a great start to the evening. That was a good open. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was a good match to open. I liked it. Janela was a decent replacement for Phoenix. Somebody had to be. It was Orange fun. Cassidy was some, some, superb. And Cage set established himself as a credible contender very quickly. I think it's coined. Pen- Penelope Ford replaced Britt Baker and worked a better match against Chris Stratlander than I thought possible from her. Yeah. The stadium stampede was joyful and clever and used a hybrid form of realistic and cinematic that was refreshing and compelling. Because I that's agree. how you do a match like that. Not like Money in the Bank. No wrestling show is perfect, of course. I'm growing a little bored of Cody match being a collection of references to his family history. Spears Dustin was a mediocre match for many, many who were capable of better. And the pre-show match showed how rusty Private Party are after two months. That of was what show. I felt like too. Like they forgot how to wrestle. None of these things got in the way of a the joy the show gave me, though. Good. In a week where wrestling was hit hard by tragedies, this show was a source of comfort and delight. Thanks, guys. Ian, that would be. They should put that email on the back of the DVD for this pay per view. They should because it's very precise. Remember DVDs? A, yes. Mm-hmm. DVD what? Exactly. Like a quiet man movie. Oh my god. It was a uh, Yes, Grumpy Two writes in. He says, "I am anticipating a good review of Double or Nothing, but I'm also some expected some also expecting some version of it's not worth X amount." I want to argue that Double or Nothing was indeed worth the price. Yeah, but didn't you get it cheaper because you're watching it like in another country on Fight? Yes, compared to what you get with WWE Network, it was expensive. But is the network a cheap price, good value? Yeah, I, I know. I understand. I would say Double or Nothing was much more fun than Super Showdown, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, and Money in the Bank. Though admittedly, I didn't watch Super Showdown. Believe me, you didn't want to watch that. I'd rather pay for pay more for a better product than less money for crap or for mostly crap with a couple bright spots. Double or Nothing wasn't perfect, but it put a smile on my face and left me wanting more. WWE rarely does that for me. Grumpy 2, Electric Boogaloo. You have a really good point. So did Ian. It's the point is, if you're happy, then really, is you know, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, whatever. It's fine. It's not like I these are every month. If they're every month, $50 is unacceptable. But if it's four times a year... I'm willing to say oh, that's fine. If it makes you happy, then that's fine. And it is weird. Years ago, how many times did I spend so much money on WWEF products and have not one memory from the entire show? Me I, too. I will remember this match forever. So maybe I'm changing my mind. I'm still pretty tight with my money, but something that you thought was some of the best yep. thing in wrestling you've ever seen, that's not I, bad. Exactly. I have one from a mysterious person who just says, Sammy Guevara is a national treasure by an executive of Moonbeams. That's right. Yeah, we... I think she's right. Although, think about this. What was it? Five on five. Ten people? Yeah. Ten people. I couldn't give you an MVP because... Everybody and everybody showed. Everyone worked so hard. Who didn't have a bright spot? No, everybody did. 
everybody had their amazing spots and everybody was awesome in that match. And, but we sat there, Larry, and we couldn't get over how good Sammy was in this match. Just the entertainment value alone. Wow. He is, he is great. He is really fantastic. I just, so many people in this match were people at one point or another, I had mixed emotions or just even negative feelings about. Yeah. I'm, Cheering for all of them now. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you have any Jack more? Swagger, Hangman Page. I know. It's crazy. Santana and Ortiz. I, all people that I was like, eh. But and wow. Put like, them, yeah, they're so much fun. I love these them, people. And put these guys with Jericho or put them with the elite or whatever. And it's like gold. It's Wow. Mm-hmm. Put, them with, put them with smart people and watch them thrive. Uh, do you have any more? <clears throat> Probably. Uh, okay. This was a fun match with a lot of shenanigans. However, they missed out on one spot when Jake Hager was walking. Yeah, when Jake Hager was walking around the stadium complex and saw Adams Page horse, the first thing that pop, popped into my mind. I haven't even k- continued read. I don't know what he's going to say, but I bet was Hager punching the horse like Mongo did to the poor horse, horse in Blazing Saddle. Oh well, you can't always get what you want. Good show, wrestling man. P.S. Mong. Mongo only, Mongo only pawn in life game of life. Yes, you can't. Oh, Ma- okay. Mongo only pawn yes, in game of life. Exactly. You can't okay. do horse punching. Sorry, that's. But even if okay, you can't have both. That's the problem. You can't have the horse punching scene and the sit down and have a drink scene. And I think no. that even if you could do the horse punching, I preferred the sit down and drink scene because that was pretty cool. Yes, I prefer not punching horses. How about that? You've never, I, is there an opposite of a spirit animal? Because I pretty much like every animal in the world except for horses. They're my anti-spirit animal. Even though you think you're Bojack. Oh, well, he, Bojack is not a horse. Wow, okay. He's more man checking. than horse. Or is he more horse than a man? Well, he hates himself, so it really does make sense. I suppose, I but why? Oh my God, okay. Horses are jerks. Horses are such jerks. Especially Bojack. Okay. Um, let's do Raw. How about that? Oh, well, I just opened up the Raw email, so yeah. Okay. Uh, Monday Night Raw, taped edition again. Um, yuck. But, you know, mm. let's see if it's good. Memorial Day opening again. Uh, look, it's, oh my God, Performance Center kids in the crowd, finally. And is that The Rock's daughter? What is going on? It's Pebbles? Yeah, Pebbles. That's correct. Um, wow. So, okay, WWE, it took them how long to copy AEW and put people in the crowd that work for them? Like, you could have done this. Okay, whatever. Tonight, it's MVP's VIP lounge with Drew McIntyre. It's also US title match Apollo Crews against Andrade. It's also... Excuse me, a triple threat match for the number one contender to the Raw Women's title. It's Natalia against Charlotte against Nia Jax. Yuck. Okay. That should be great. I mean, I meant great when I said yuck. It's going to be a really good show. Already in the ring, Kevin Owens for the Kevin Owens show. And Tom says, this, all, all, everyone in the crowd has been tested. For, for what? What, Tom? Say it. Just say it. What have they well, been tested they go, for, they're Tom? They're going to wrestling school, probably on suplexes and stuff like that. What have they been tested for, Tom? What? Please tell me. I don't know what you mean. Wow. 
Wow. Now, now when we were talking about brands, yeah, if you, Kevin Owens is like, thanks, kids, for showing up. Maybe someday you have a few, you know, it's, yeah, it's not an equal brand. No. He's like, you're, you're, hey, kids from the other show. And I'm not talking about these are just no names in the crowd. There's Chelsea Green. There's the Shotzi Tank. There's the other person. These are like the regular NXT wrestlers. And Kevin Owens is like, this will be a master class for you guys when you watch me cut a promo. It's like, what? But I thought Kevin was- Owens is back, but I miss Kevin Owens. I know it's not the same and never will be. Because Kevin Owens is confused. And he says, tonight I'll be taken on Angel Garza. Do you mean you'll be taking <laughs> on Angel Garza? Are you reading cue cards? What is this? Tonight is the night of the cue cards. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, SmackDown was the, the insert voiceover. <clears throat> it was. It was the voiceover night. Did you know that AJ Styles is now on SmackDown? He's traded to SmackDown. And then they wouldn't even cut to like cut it in so that Graves talk next. It would be it would be Cole talking next and he'd be like in a total different cadence and excitement level. And it's like, Larry, he's a professional. This is his job. He gets paid millions of dollars and he doesn't know how to do this. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's, is it not knowing how or just not caring? I think it's more not caring. They, we know they know how. Wow, that's really sad then. Um, here we go. Asuka comes out to be interviewed by Kevin Owens and she chants Becky. Can I ask you a question? Why are we sure. constantly reminding the viewers who is not here? That's like every week, Matt Riddle's like, oh, I miss, I miss bro Pete Dunbro, Stallion Pete. Well, not What that, is the point of reminding people of who's not there? That's not going to get Becky, anything over. Bet no. Becky got coverage in mainstream media. That's the only reason. Guess what? It's not going to help the rating to say the no, word but, Becky. No. My, <clears throat> Mike you know what it's going to do? doesn't help, but they, right. they think mainstream, but like, mainstream. But that's different because Becky, mainstream, whatever, if she's on the show, that's one thing. If she's not there, all you're doing is saying, this is like, remember The Undertaker and Stone Cold? They sure were ratings draws. Like they do why? that all the time, Joe. They'll I'm do saying it this show. they'll talk it about the work. Undertaker. On the, on the I show. know, and I'm telling you, it doesn't work. They show Oscar. I know it doesn't work, but it's all we get. We see video packages of Oscar's feud with Nia Jax. So of course Charlotte comes out next. What? Charlotte is now on all three shows. She's super annoying. She's standing on her own robe. Natalia comes out. She apologizes to Kevin Owens for being unprofessional last week. And Charlotte mocks her for being apologetic. What? What are you, Charlotte? Besides just a jerk. Nia Jax comes out and Owens says, I don't know, Asuka, whatever you do, don't hit Nia in the face. And then they fight. So all the women fight. And the match is later tonight. Asuka is single-handedly making the women's division for me. She's the most entertaining entertaining thing in it. Their tag, right? Uh, Yes, Oscar's the most entertaining thing on this show. For some reason, Dominikimi Schmidt is backstage from SmackDown. Is this one of her four appearances per year? Um, (laughs) She's there to interview Apollo Cruz, and Cruz says, "You know what? I read the run sheet, and I'm going to win. So, yay!" Okay, USA Day. So, Mm -hmm. guess what? Yep. Andrade comes out with Selena Vega, and guess what? Here's where we realize that, yes, the pay-per-view 
is called The Greatest Wrestling Match Ever, Backlash. Don't get it. Yep. U.S. title match, Andrade versus Apollo Crews. Uh, Andrade bumps Vega by accident. Uh Uh-oh. Dissension. And during the match, can you explain this to me? Backstage, Angel Garza is with Dominica Mishmet, and he's super graphic and like adult conversations on Raw. What is this? And what when they cut back, what did the commentators say? Something like, he's talking about love or something. But what? Oh, my God. I don't understand. All I could say is this super stable was just to get through COVID times. And now. Now they're nothing. Yep. It's yeah. like a joke. And I, um, I enjoyed that stable. Me too. I thought I was going to. Me too. Standing moonsault. Oh, my God. Apollo Crews wins the U.S. title. Which I'm glad about because if you're going to do something with him, do something with him. You know who that? You know <laughs> how much that U.S. title was helping Andrade? Not at all. He wasn't defending you know it. He didn't ever do anything with it. Go ahead. We talk. We talk about them doing the bad, doing bad things that, you know, whatever legends, whatever. You know what WWE needs to stop doing? Making every story. I've hung around for twenty-one yes, years, and now and finally somebody anything. somebody threw me a bone. Oh How my god, many, I'm so sick! What is there? Three guys tonight that have had well over a decade, and they talk about it of doing nothing. Yeah, four, four. There's four MVP: Lashley, Drew, and and now a uh, USA champion. What's his face? Apollo Cruz. Oh, you're right. All four of them talked about how I I was around for 15 years and didn't do anything. Like, wow, that really makes you sound like you suck, and the whole company sucks. Yep, I know, I know. Um. Then Charlie sidles in to interview Cruz. And I'm like, what the? Why is she there? And Dominican Mishmet's there. They're like, oh, guess what? Looks like the COVID's done. I, I guess it's over. We'll pretend with this plexiglass in the crowd, because there is plexiglass, like it's a hockey match, hockey rink, hockey fight. What's that called? Hockey game? Hockey goal? Yeah. Hockey? <laughs> um, so <laughs> they have the protective, protective map. Um, glass up, but then I don't know. Never mind. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. But the point is, they have Charlie there, and why do they need all these interviewers? Backstage, Andrade is mad, and he breaks everything and throws a fit. Yeah, and Apollo Apollo is so bad at being facey and nice. I swear he was going to turn. I swear he's going to say he was. It kind of seemed like I'm so happy. I'm so everything's great, and I just want to say, screw everybody. Right, because his whole. Promo was nobody believed in me. Yeah. But now he loves everyone. Hmm. Oh, but tonight it's Street Profits against the Viking Raiders in golf. Golf, Larry. Golf. Sometimes I love the rule of threes just because it gets things over with. Oh, wait. No, this is rule tens. And also, and also remember how they would cut this up into like seven segments? How about we just do one this tonight? No, you don't want consistency. Okay. Backstage, Seth Rollins holds Rey Mysterio's mask. So when we come back from break, Seth Rollins cuts a promo. He talks about squishing Rey's eyeball and it bleeding everywhere. Murphy and the newest disciple, Austin Theory, come in. And Rollins says, tonight we will show Rey what's going to happen by making examples of Dale Gas and Aleister Black. Dale Gas. Uh, let me tell you what. I don't mm-hmm. know what we're supposed to think of Austin Theory. Boy, he he wasn't good enough for a stable that disbanded or is disbanding, <laughs> and now he's on this crap as a really. I love going and from he, one he's heel never thing done to anything the next before. Thing. So yeah. what are we? Mm, 
I don't know. Backstage. What happened to uh, AEW or not AEW? What happened to AEW? The the tag team that was with Seth. Uh, they got injured. AOP. AOP. Yes. Yeah, they got one of them got injured, and Vince refuses to use just one of them. So, even though he could be a perfect bodyguard character, but no. Backstage, Charlie interviews Charlotte. I don't want Charlotte on every show. This is Charlotte's second segment tonight. Why do we need more Charlotte tonight? And then Oscar dances in and actually makes this good. I thought I liked Raw. You're making me... Raw was fine. And you know what? Really having the crowd there did energize everything and make it better. The problem is too much Charlotte and too much other stupid stuff. I think you just haven't got to the parts I liked, too. Yeah, I did like Oscar. So because the next part's good because Oscar dances in and says red's not Charlotte's color and ha ha she's not going to win the title and guess what she's right for now. Iconics come out to the ring. Peyton apologizes to Billy for getting disqualified. Billy apologizes to Peyton for slapping her in the face, and they want the tag titles, of course. And that's it. That domestic violence thing, Larry, was a one-off. I thought that was going to lead to something. I did too, but I but. Honestly, I'm interested in this tag team. I'm interested. That was you. Um, Bliss Cross come out, and Alexa is Alexa. I don't want to get into it. Iconics won't let Nikki talk. She They say, stand there and look grateful. And Nikki, but then Nikki cuts a great promo about struggle and friendship. That's actually really good. And again, in a dead arena, that wouldn't have went over. But because there were people there to react to it, it worked. Also, never forget, we were cheated out of what probably would have been the best part of Alexa Bliss's career so far is whatever storyline story. we could have got with these yep. two. Exactly. Exactly. We got told that they were friends instead of shown. Iconics attack and they destroy the tag champs. So that feud's not over. I'm glad. I'm actually. Yeah, it's fine. It makes me want to. It makes me think Iconics are winning the title. So. Good. Uh, MVP backstage on his phone. Lana comes in. And she's either fake tan oh, city I don't or know. real tan, you need to knock that off, scary city. I don't know which this one. This is, Joe, this is a rib. Is this not a rib? I. She got some smudge thing on her forehead, and it looks like I they know. put her makeup up. Remember one, from so it looks she has like black caveman eyebrows. I know, it's real weird. And remember last no week she was, no, dressed, I've, she was dressed like I'm Pebbles? Not, Yes, I'm not making fun of her looks. I'm it. We, no, we no, 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 no. Lana is beautiful. Right. They're making her beautiful. Look ridiculous. That was you. <laughs> ridiculous. They're making her look ridiculous. It has to be on purpose. I don't. She's got so much heat why. that they're just going to make her silly. I don't really she know. She looks ludicrous. Yep. She wants to talk, and MVP doesn't, and we're going to get more later. Back from break, and my notes are broken, so just bear with me here. What the heck? Sometimes Google Docs just freezes. I don't understand what's going what's on. Up, Google Docs. Yeah. Um, so in memory of Shad, and they didn't even put a video package together because Triple H is a liar. MVP VIP Lounge. He yells at the NXT kids. He goes, enjoy yourselves. Your tab's on me. And then they show all the kids. Not one of them has a drink or anything. They're not even trying to have a, a, like a lounge. <laughs> What is the point of showing no, them? If- he also. Yeah. Drew McIntyre comes I out. I don't, I don't care. This MVP is one of the things that is working for me. MVP Granted, is great. Yeah. 
This is working. And all I can think of is when MVP came back, I think it was right around the same time as Morrison. Yeah. And it, from the It was. The it was jump, the rumble. Was like, yeah. I was I, from the jump. I was like, "Ooh, they're both not very good anymore." Right. But MVP turned it around. Morrison wow. still. Ugh. MVP still great talker. You know, he's he's putting over storylines like hardcore. It, this is believable. And it he is says, a story. There is a story. There's a real story because he says, "Oh, by the way, the graphic for Drew McIntyre versus Lashley at Backlash says the greatest wrestling greatest. match ever." Um, We're going to see so many great wrestlers. I know it's going. They're all the greatest. MVP. This is. This is a story. MVP remembers how Drew Claymore kicked him. And Drew says, it's just Claymore. The kick is implied. You see the kick. (laughs) But MVP is like, yeah, remember when I wanted to manage you and you were like, no, and kicked me? Yeah, remember that happened. That was not even that long ago. MVP says, this is amazing. He says, you know, it took Lashley 13 years to get a WWE title shot and it's because of me. Wow. Drew says... So what? It took me 19 years. And I won it on my first try. Lashley comes out, Claymore to MVP. <laughs> and Lashley grabs MVP and leaves. And, and, and uh, Drew wants to fight. This whole thing is believable and good because of MVP. And Not because of Lashley. When you have a three-hour show, you can keep running with this stuff. And they do. So I like the through line of, of MB, MVP and Lashley yep. during the show. It kept me entertained. Wow. Look at this. Look at this when you write some things for people. It's so good. Backstage, Charlie interviews Natalia. But she's like, hold on. I must talk to my husband. So she gets on the phone, talks to Tyson Kidd. And Tyson's like, hey, Natalia, you jerk. Did you apologize? You are better than that. What is wrong with you? I do not know you anymore. This is all the implied conversation that's happening. Oh, uh, no. Because if you go by how much time Natalia was giving him to talk. All oh, I know. He never good. said anything. Uh, oh, that's about all I could get up. She was like, what do you mean I have too many cats? How could I have too many cats? But yeah. And then when she comes back to Charlie, Charlie goes, sorry, our time's up here. So Natalia is going to be distracted and lose her match because of the conversation with her husband. Okay. That's nice. But is Natalia not the queen of drop storylines? Oh, this my God. Just go away. Farting. I can't even go whatever. back and think yeah. about <laughs> Every time it's, it's something's happening with Natalia. Oh, no, not really. Was she a farting character? A Did I dream that? Okay. No, that's that's something that if you like were on a desert island and you could just watch the shows, never go back and rewatch them, never talk to anybody, you'd be like, wow, I remember that one time I had a dream that Natty's yep. gimmick was she farted. Gimmick. You yes. would assume you dreamt that, and that's yes, it. Yes, I know. Kevin Owens comes out for his match. Oh, he gets attacked by Angel Garza. Oh, no. Angel Garza beats the crap out of him. But when we come back from break, they have to wrestle. So... This is good. Owens against Garza. Why are my notes frozen? Oh my God, I hate this so much. Seriously, it only happens like when we're doing the show. It doesn't happen when I'm taking the notes. Well, are you reading your notes aloud other other times? You just... No, I'm saying when I'm taking them, it doesn't freeze up. But all of a sudden, uh, when I'm just reading them, it does. Uh, Kevin Owens against Angel Garza. Kevin Owens tries for the pop-up powerbomb and Garza counters into the wing clipper and Garza just wins. Wow, Garza attacks again after the match, and it's considered not fair because Garza, you know, attacked before. But that's a big deal. So, well, they do Kevin something Owens doesn't it. do anything as much as I like him. So bland. But the problem with WWE is it's a big deal until next week when Kevin Owens beats Angel Garza, and it's like, well, they each got to win. No one benefits because we're WWE. 
So earlier today, Street Profits and Vikings on the golf course. They never say this is the, the segment. They're like, earlier today, this happened. You know how the other weeks we had earlier today and then that was set up for the segment? No, this is the yeah. segment. This segment's stupid. Okay, here we go. No. Eric thinks it's Javelin and throws the, the golf club. The Street Profits are experts at golf. Okay, can you please explain this to me? The Street Profits were experts at basketball. Yeah. The Vikings were experts at axe throwing. Yeah. The Street Profits are experts at golf? Yeah, you know, and the projects have all those golf courses. I thought this was some kind of racist Tiger Woods-like thing. Well, this name Street is in there, you know, so aren't they supposed to be, you know... Street golf. From the okay. street. I'm just curious yeah, as golf. to what Vince's logic here is. Okay, so... Horrible. Uh, the Vikings are stupid. And they get thrown out for eating too many turkey legs on the golf course. So they go to play miniature golf. But the Vikings don't even understand miniature golf? And was that the cop from last week or another woman that looks almost identical? And she comes in and goes, I'll let you guys go because you are cute, but Eric is ugly. It's That's what they think a running that's joke is. That's not a joke. Say- Vikings think they won because they have the higher score. Get it? Ha, golf. Then Eric pulls three <sighs> things out of, the, out of the hold. Now, this is the joke. You do three things, right? Yeah. First, it's a wallet. Somebody lost their wallet. Okay, that makes sense. Second, it's the Street Profits drink cup. Okay. So the third one's got to be a jo- the joke, right? It's just another turkey leg. I don't even That's know. not how you... Okay. And then, oh, look, there's... Alli- For some reason, this mini golf course has alligators all over the course. Yeah, that does not what- seem safe. I don't know what kids would be ever allowed to go to this course. But... An alligator wants the turkey leg. And then that's it all. We're going to come back to them later, but that's it. That was the whole golfing thing. They've all been bad. This was the worst, which is saying a whole lot. We are just getting there. That this was as bad and lazy as money in the bank. Cause it was like, here's I, a joke. No, not really. What I don't understand is Certainly one of these four guys were filming this and were like, I don't get the joke. Right. Nope. Because they're just out there goofing around and getting paid millions of dollars, Larry. That's it. The end. But you want to do something good. No, you don't. When you want to have, you'd be like, oh, where, nope. where's the joke? They want to do their job and go home with their families. That's it. Backstage, MVP and Lashley walking. They walk into the room with Lana. Lana has an ice pack. And she's like, I am a two-dimensional character. And I am happy that Drew Claymore do in the face MVP. And then guess what? Lana ruins this segment with her bad acting. <laughs> and then they leave and she screams. And again, it's gross because it's, it's gross because she can't act. And she's in a movie with Bruce Willis because of her looks. Congratulations. Congratulations, well, you wouldn't, world. Hey, you wouldn't know it from looking at her. Are you on proud? The, they, she looks like a clown 
in, in, in WWE right now. In, in both literally and figuratively. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't understand it. Rollins and Murphy and Austin Theory have not moved backstage. They're standing in the exact same spots for some reason. When we come back from break, um, they do a thing. Oh, okay. All night we've had commercials for NXT. And they say, NXT, cage fight between Thatcher and Riddle. They wait till like the third hour, for some reason, of Raw to advertise that, for some reason, Kurt Angle is the special guest referee in this cage fight. Why would you not say that right away? What's the? Why would they like keep it a secret till the end of the night? I have no idea. Do they understand how advertising works? Okay. Rollins and crew come out. It's uh, Murphy and Austin Theory against Dale Gass and Aleister Black. If you don't know who Dale Gass is, it's Umberto Carrillo. Um, you know, this Raw is much better with a fake crowd. Like, all these matches that I normally wouldn't really care about, I could get into now. So that is good for the Performance Center kids to be around. I am, I am yeah, much I, happy with it. Yeah, uh, The ATL on Carrillo and the Heels win. Rollins cuts a promo saying they're going to poke Carrillo's eye out. If Black doesn't stand down, because Aleister Black has a chair, so they don't poke the eye out, and Black does not attack them, so there, we're at an impasse. And that's going to continue next week. Edge is backstage, sitting in a dark room for some reason through the break, and when we come back, he cuts a promo about Orton, and he cries, and you know what Tom says? Could this be the greatest wrestling match ever well it's advertised as so so i hope it is pretty at least good because wwe is bullcrap and scumbags false advertising all the time and they get away with it cards have changed we can do whatever we want i really i really can't believe the edge being the professional he is is it comfortable with this whole thing about crazy? Think of, okay, so Larry, when was the last time Edge had a real wrestling match? That's the problem with all this. There's no way anyone would expect this to be the greatest match ever. I don't, there's no blood feud here. Nope. This is a feud. It's not, it's, it's not, not Hogan. That. It's not about Blair. That. No, it doesn't make any sense. Oscar's on commentary, but then we go back to the table and she disappears. Yeah, what happened with the that whole thing? I don't know. They're like, we have to okay. do that thing where we put masking tape over the sociopath's name and put like a doctor's name on the jersey and we're teaming up with the NBA, they say. But they they take Oscar, they make her leave. Backstage I, I love Oscar. More Oscar the better. Why would you I don't know. Backstage, the Viking Raiders. Why'd they bring her out when they did? Why didn't they wait till after? I don't understand this. Backstage, the Viking Raiders and the Prophets exist. And now the Vikings. Guess what, Larry? Remember the other week when they were like, remember the payoff to the basketball one where they're like, we let you win. Really? And then they would show how that, right? They'd show it. They'd show like that we could do these these crazy three-point buckets. That's my explanation of basketball. Um, yeah, guess what? This week the Vikings go, hey, 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 Street Profits, we let you win. They're too lazy to show it. They don't even explain what that means. They didn't. I don't, 
we let you win. But then this is where you go, what do but, you mean but by at least that? It's over. And they say, well, look at this. And then they show like a clip of them at like playing mini golf and they get all hole in ones or something. Yeah, nothing. Or a trophy room or something. Nothing. But, but at yeah. least it's over. They've had their three yep. little, yep, and we've got a score two to one. Should be. It's over. Why aren't we having the match now? Oh, because that's a backlash. Probably on the kickoff because they suck. So, Shoot Profits are like, you need to pick something for next show. And the Vikings go, okay, let's do bowling. And the Profits are like, what? Bowling? I don't know what that is, but we're expert golfers. But what yeah, is throw a ball? What? Oh, my God. MVP and Lashley come in. And they're like, MVP's like, you guys are like clowns. What are you doing with your career? See, this again, MVP making things better. Yeah, he's like, what is? Is this a joke? This is great, and 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 they're like, well, we we hate you, MVP, and Lashley. Ooh, you suck too. And MVP's like, you two clowns. You know what? We're gonna wrestle you tonight in a match. Okay. Now Oscar reappears on commentary after all that. Why did they bother to bring her out all earlier when they did? I don't know. Weird. Triple threat match for number one contender. Charlotte versus Natalia versus Nia Jax. They announced that at TakeOver in your house, Charlotte is in yet a different triple threat match than this. Against Theo Shirai and, and Rhea Ripley. But why? What? Okay. We knew that was going to happen, but weird. They're announcing it here which makes me believe Charlotte won't win. But then they ask Asuka. Okay, so the gimmick is they're doing the gimmick where Asuka talks in Japanese and then they pretend to understand her. The problem is... Which Kevin Owens sort of said at the beginning of the night. Yeah, the problem is Samoa Joe botches it because they're like, Asuka, who would you rather face in with all three of these? And she goes, uh, Naya. And Samoa Joe goes, see, she'll face anybody. That was not Japanese. That was she said Nia Jax. Oh my god. Natalia stops. That's just because she's a woman. He doesn't listen to her. Ah. He must hate women, like Jake the Snake and JR. Uh Natalia Oh my god, Larry. Natalia stops Nia Jax from attacking Charlotte for no reason. And then they do the slowest, most cooperative trash spot ever, where they have to slowly pick up Nia Jax and do a are you ready one two three go through the announce table <laughs> please everything with Charlotte is like a sluggish turd where she has to make sure everybody's all lined up and stuff I hate it so much not oh by the way through a table nope Nia just gets up goes in the ring and they're like why didn't Natalia help Nia up I don't know why did Natalia stop Nia from attacking Charlotte does Natalia not understand wrestling psychology? I don't know. Um, Naya punches Charlotte in the butt. And then they do the slowest, chattiest, most cooperative Tower of Doom I've ever seen. And guess what Naya does here? Remember how she's sloppy and always hurts somebody in every match? Yeah. Yeah, she superplexes Charlotte and drops her basically on her head. Wow. Samoan drop on Natalia and Naya wins and Charlotte did not need to be in that match at all. I don't know what's going on. It's all Charlotte all the time. So Nia, who was already in the feud with Asuka, wins the triple threat to be number one contender. 
please stop doing those matches. But we got this great character development for uh, Natalia that's really going to go places. Well, let's see. One week she threw a fit. The next week she threw a fit. This week she apologized and then yelled at her husband. Wow, this is important. This feels really important. Backstage interview with Drew McIntyre. He wants to watch the main event tonight to see the Street Profits against MVP and Lashley. He's very interested in that. But for some reason, that's really far away. Even though that's the next match, it will be like 20 minutes to before we get to it with no matches in between. Because first, a reminder that Gronk stole the 24-7 title at WrestleMania and then left WWE. Why Second, does Gronk need to talk for this long? I don't know. But second, earlier today on tr- on Twitter, Truth made a video talking about Gronk, and he says, I'm coming after you, football men. Okay. Three-point bucket. And then Gronk cuts a promo, but they make it seem like he's backstage, even though he's not in WWE. And he said, oh, my God, Gronk, I hate you so much. He goes, our truth more like our lies. Ha, 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 ha. That's not anything. Ha, 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 ha. What was wow. he lying about? He put a book on his head, by the way, Gronk did. And then Gronk reads off cue cards the entire time. And then he puts on sunglasses so we can't see him reading on cue cards. And then he puts sunglasses on the back of his head and says, I have eyes on the back of my head. Gronk is the equivalent of improv putting a book on your head. He is horrible. <laughs> I don't know what to say, except that we've dropped this for so long. Is this just going to be a pay-per-view thing? Is he going to show up at the pay-per-view or what? I, I don't know. MVP and Lashley Where's the pay-per-view? Uh, oh, it's the same place. Never mind. Yeah, they're all at the same place. MVP and Lashley are backstage, and now MVP's holding his jaw like he just got claymored. He's like, oh, man. What? Rick? Oh, Ric Flair is up next, Larry. Wait, oh, good. He must what? be there. But why wouldn't you say that earlier? So WWE must think we want more Charlotte, but nobody wants Ric Flair because he's not advertised on the show. And then we come back from break and I find out why. Oh, because it's a lie. He Skyped in to say that Orton will win at Backlash because they're friends. Oh, so who's going to be on later to say that uh, the Edge is going to win? They're saving that for next week. Oh, Oh. wow. Wow. Okay. Again, why are, why are there 85 segments in a row and no matches? Because all of a sudden, Liv Morgan is just cutting a promo backstage. Larry, did it not sound like she was on drugs? She was oh. sedated or something. What is this? Let me. You put it, what do you not know about me? Okay. I, I, I'm going to ask. Let me read, let me read the, the words she says. She says, at six years old, I wondered what this big thing called life was, and I was just floating around. Are you a moron? Is that your character, a moron? Because what six-year-old is like, I was just drifting around life? What? What are we supposed to be taking away because she's not a people? Does she seem like she has anything together? Does she seem like she could... She could- I don't think she could hold down any job right now. Nope. She she needs she needs counseling. Yep. And she I was going to kill herself her in a bathtub. Right remember, she she wasn't sure what she was going to do. She says, 
What I do know is that I'm alive and loving life like Michelle McCool. I'm Michelle McCool, yeah. Maybe now she can marry The Undertaker, too. I, I don't... What is this? It's, it can't be heading anywhere because it's you're not. getting nothing from this. It's not. This is, is she them. still in love with Lana? Because I think... That- nope. Nope. She hates her now. Remember that? This is, Remember Lana? I do for one one day. Um, this is them. This is WWE paying off the promo she did where she said, I got to figure out who I am. They're like, we're going to pay that off by she'll talk about herself and then we'll learn who she is. Last week, she tricked us into thinking her mom was dead or something. Yeah. She's like, this week, then, my mom, my mom, my mom. And then she wasn't well, dead. Well, her mom was her hero, yet why was her mom not helping her when she's six years old and floating away? And yeah, I don't understand. Suffering from depression at six years Can old. Can you imagine a six-year-old going, I wish I knew what I was going to do with my life? Just please stop. Stop it. Stop this. Street Profits come out, and now Street Profits are in a box, and they have nothing to say. And then Montez Ford imitates The Rock. I thought we were done with that. Remember when... when Dawkins would stop him and go, nah, fam, you can't do that. That is the rocks gimmick. And now it's they like, just do it. No reason Who, to be No in a one box. cares. Nope. They're standing right there and they're in a box. Next week, it's Alistair Black against Seth Rollins. Yeah. In a guaranteed disqualification. Yeah, probably. And Rey Mysterio's retirement ceremony. And guess what? Tom's fake somber voice spoils the fact that it's fake because he's a really bad liar. I cannot wrestle with just one eye, so I am going to retire. Just kidding. What? I'm just, wow. I thought I liked Raw a lot better than you're making me like it. I'm sorry. Does, everything changes in the reviews. I'm sorry. Uh, it was okay. Raw was okay. Just there were little things about it that are really bad. That's all. Um, main event, Street Profits against Lashley and MVP. Doesn't matter because guess what? Disqualification. Lashley won't listen to the ref again. So another DQ. Drew, co- wow. You couldn't pin MVP in that match? That was, really? Really? Okay. Drew comes out, fights with Lashley. Oh my God, here we go. The referee calls for help. But for some reason, there's no other help there. So they let the NXT kids run in. Larry, what's the point of the plexiglass if they're just going to have all the kids run in and fight? We basically get a 20-human pileup in a pandemic in the middle of the ring. Then, They've all been tested, though. But, okay, again, then they don't That's understand they, how this works. They okay. did say for weapons. So. No. But then why do they need the plexiglass if they've been tested? Okay. So, spear to Drew. Drew just no-sells it. That's Lash- It's one of Lashley's finishers. More kids come out. They all look like idiots because they're all getting beat up. And like I said, it's like a 50-human pileup in a pandemic. This looks bad. And, um, yeah, F you, WWE, because that's the end of the show. And now I'm like, wow, Raw was... What happens if it's half good and half bad? Well, with the... AW pay-per-view, the good outweighed the bad. This one, it just made it a 5 out of 10, and that's not good enough for me. Yeah. 
I really did like the through line of MP, MVP. MVP. I like Rawls to have that. Let me let me let me scroll through it. So Kevin Owens' back is good. Three times, three segments for Charlotte's bad. Um, the the crowd noise though definitely was a plus. So that was good. Um, Oscar's good. Oscar's great. Cruz winning the U.S. title is good. Um, it's okay. Seth Rollins holding Ray's mask is fine. Peyton, uh, uh, the Iconics thing is good. Um, uh, MVP is great. Kevin Owens getting beat by Angel Garza is good. Street Profits thing sucked. Viking Raiders sucked. Um, Alistair Black match was pointless. Edge sitting in a room and crying was just... Edge is great, but this is this whole greatest wrestling match ever is dumb. Um, so yeah, it's it's split. You know, it's right down the middle. But there's there were good moments on this Raw. It's just that the bad things were so dumb. Yeah. Well, we do have one email about it. Okay, read that, please. It says, greeting SWFers. I don't know how to feel about having wrestlers in the audience because their reactions seem canned. They seem well, a little... Re- and the thing is, with the AEW wrestlers, it was more organic. These kids are definitely all fearing Vince McMahon types. They seem, uh, listen, this is just my opinion. I could be wrong. They they are very one way about their opinion about things. Like when Charlotte does stuff, they don't know how to react because they're like, is she a face? Is she a heel? And sometimes the heels in the crowd are cheering for the face. Like they don't really understand <clears throat> what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, again, you know, everyone, every one of them has heard the Paul London story, and they're all just terrified. They're probably terrified. If I smile at the wrong time, it's over. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. I do have questions. Why was Lana wearing brown face? I agree. Well, I don't know why. Well, it wasn't even. Why was she wearing partial brown face? I know. Like, there were dabs of it ever. I know. Didn't Natalia lose last week? Yes. So why is she in a number one contender's match? I have no idea. How much Charlotte is too much? Oh. We we know we have too much right now. This is torture, and I doubt she's pulling in ratings. Lastly, out a rumor based on the reaction from the greatest wrestling match, Vince will follow up that match with between the two greatest technical wrestlers. Yes, <gasps> Hulk Hogan and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> keep keep making us smarter, Slowbro Brazil. Thank you, Hogan. You're a great technical wrestler. You're a great technical wrestler. <sighs> yeah, this week's rankings are tough. Oh, I'm really up in the air here. Um, yeah. I don't, okay, I, I can, can I go first? Because you're going to influence me if you, you guys go first. Go for it. We have different ones, by the way, this week. So I liked AEW first. Yep. It's not Runaway. Okay. And I... I liked the MVP so, stuff so much, and I liked having a through line in Raw, and I think... The skeleton of Raw was decent. Yes, me too. I'm actually I'm actually going to go Raw, mm-hmm. NXT, SmackDown. Yep. That is mine identically. Really? Larry. Amy's. It's a is, Amy's is AEW, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. So. It's a tough one. I, I I feel I'm giving Raw more credit than it deserves, but you know when somebody can't do anything right and they do manage yeah, to I do know. something right, you get a I little know. more credit. It's not fair, but it's true. Yep. I know, and that's the thing. When I watched Raw, I was actually mostly entertained, but the parts that aggravated me just really aggravated me. 
So, yeah, it's, it's weird. But the takeaway is SmackDown gave me nothing. Right. And the takeaway is this. Maybe now this week with SmackDown and NXT also having this, this crowd type situation, it might enhance it a little bit. We'll see. You know, we'll see as well. Anything else? No. That was an interesting week. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I'm not, this has not been the worst week ever. No, 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 no. There were some really good things. Um, oh. It's just, you know, whatever. We try and call them like we see them. We're not going to say everything's great or everything's horrible. We told you each piece and we told you which, whether we liked it or not. Um, but I, I think we're done for this week. So I believe that's our program, everyone. If you want Get your more, smart movie fan. Right. If you want more of us. Um, who does and who doesn't patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan get on that get on there because we want to do more retro and we can't unless we have more pledges so become a patron and uh, help us get to that level so that's all I'm going to say for this week thank you so much for listening we appreciate it and until next time bye everybody <laughs>